Hot Tub Beers is meant for entertainment purposes with a side of beer education. Each episode may contain offensive and off-color humor. Our intended audience is people 21 years of older who love beer and laughter. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beers. So, Taylor Beasley, welcome back to the Hot Tub. Glad to be here. Hey, you, uh... It's it's fun having you as a repeat guest. You know what you know what I always love. It's one of the fun things about this is when our guests are excited about what they would what we do and want to come back. And so, like, thank you for like being excited about what we do, supporting us on Instagram, all these other things that uh, that that we partake in. Like, you've been you've been a champion about all of it. We love it. Heck yeah! Third time on this is gonna be my third time. That's right. That's right. Because you the day you were here, you did we, two episodes, correct? Distill. And the legal draft episode. So I am actually right now, I'm going to start recording. So we're recording not only audio, but we're going to record some video today as well. So this might be like the launch of the YouTube channel. Glad to launch it with you guys. I don't I don't know how the audio is going to come out. This may be a complete and total failure, <laughs> uh, but it will be a learning experience. We're going to have a lot of fun. Heck yeah. I love learning. Let's do it. So Taylor... First, I want to say welcome to your coming out party. Thank you. You're Glad welcome. To be coming out with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, what we mean by that is you're repping a new brewery, yes, correct? So, I who am. are you repping? I am now with Tups out of McKinney, Texas. Been with them freshly two weeks now. McKinney, Texas. That's like South Oklahoma, right? It is. It is South Oklahoma. It's in that that Southern uh, Oklahoma, Northern Texas area. Uh, the DFW hub. Yeah. Uh, like if you north, will. North. North of DFW, then like Plano. Oh, Plano, Plano, Frisco, past that. So this that is <laughs> this is the second DFW area beer that you've repped, correct? Unfortunately, I guess I have a thing for DFW area breweries. I, I not know. DFW area anything else. Oh, besides <laughs> your best friend now. Oh, yes. Mariah, I miss you. Okay, so where did Mariah go? Because Mariah was with Lone Pine, correct? She's still with Lone Pine. She's the Dallas rep now. Oh, nice. Lone mm-hmm. Pine is going out to Dallas? They've been in Dallas. Just needed a rep out there. Okay. She took one for the team. Little Magnolia, Texas, reaching all the way out to Dallas. That's Heck pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. A little, little bit of a uh, Houston area up there in Dallas. That might be what they need. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. A little influence. A little influence. They need so Mariah. Greatest city They in the need world. Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> Mariah and a lone pie is going to set them straight. Heck that's yeah. exciting. Yeah. So, well, congratulations. Thank you. First of all, that's that's super pretty cool. Yeah. That is super exciting. So, they've recently come down to the Houston area, correct? Yep. Back in October. Back in October. Yep. And so, in October... The, they came down, but you, we were talking a little bit earlier. We're not in HEBs. We're not in package yet. This is just strictly a draft system yeah. release, correct? So right now, uh, so w- what had happened in October, signed with Silver Eagle, uh, came down, did a launch with Silver Eagle, picked a handful of places, this will being one of them, right? Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. 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 I'm like, right? I mean, Thistle Draft <laughs> Shop is the premier the place, place to launch to be. a beer. Yeah, if you're not launching in Thistle Draft Shop, are you yeah. even a brewery? Uh, no. No. Ooh, that's a tough question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we've launched a lot, of, lot, but Tups is the is the latest launch as of what, two, three months ago? Yeah, yeah. whenever October was. Yeah, I don't know. I can't <laughs> math that one. I don't, yeah, numbers aren't my thing. So um, so how's it gone? So, so things have been great. I mean, we make 
good beer, so that's always a plus for sure. Um, But so what I'm planning to do is do an actual huge launch in Houston. So in the springtime, we'll have the cans, all our packaging um, here in Houston. We'll have more of what we call our candy beers, which these are some of the ones we're going to try today. Okay. These are called our candy beers. Nice. Um, So that's what we're planning to do. Um, Right now, the only thing you can get from us in HEBs or like, yeah, pretty much just HBs down here. Uh, we have a seltzer line called Blur. Funny because if you look on the can, it says Tup's Side Hustle. Nice. Nice. So you can definitely get our seltzers and HBs right now, which they're actually very good. And they're not your typical black cherry or lime. It's like lemon blueberry. Nice. Oh, cool. Hibiscus apple, like different stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah, I'm excited. That is to be the, on the lookout. Tough. It's exciting. There's some cool stuff. And speaking yeah. of cool stuff, so the the first beer that we're going to try, we're doing kind of a not going to do an official Tups episode just quite yet. Not yet. We are going to have some Tups beers, uh, but it is kind of like a clean out the fridge. It was Taylor's choice on the beer fridge today. So we've got some uh, fun beers, but we did get this one donated from you. Double dry hopped IPA, O negative. Yep. Jake did some research. O negative. I googled. Universal donor. <laughs> Okay, um, this is a double dry hop India Pale Ale brewed with blood orange, citra, mandarina, Bavaria hops. So, this is designed just to be a citrus beer, correct? Yep. yep. So, DDH, a little bit of backstory. Uh, DDH is a series that we do. We switch it up with the hops. Um, so, our uh, part of our core beers is our DDH Alpha Drop. So that okay. one you can see around Houston now uh, on tap, but this is just a little fun one-off of the D- the DDH series that we do. So I will say that Southern Star had a blood orange beer a while back. Uh, you remember blood what it belt. was? Blood belt. It was oh, pine belt with oh my blood gosh! Orange, yeah. Yes, okay. that one. Like I, I drank I, that one until I think my skin was turning orange <laughs> for I a while. Quite a fit, yes, quite a bit. Actually, I just well, I just want to mention it while we're here right now is the camera. It's got a lens flare on it, like we're in a Michael Bay movie. Oh. It's like we're in Transformers right now, that. but we're drinking beer. Look kind of And sexy. obviously, I'm the Megan Fox. Oh, man. I mean, uh, Shia LaBeouf. Is this, <laughs> this, this might be too, do you think we're going to get flagged for too sexy content on YouTube? Because of the lens flare? Uh, what, the lens flare and... Us. Us. Duh. Oh. No. I think I've seen no? worse on YouTube. Oh. Oh, you see what it's like? <laughs> yeah, I've made some horrible stuff on YouTube. Yeah. Oh. All right. Okay, so on the nose, it smells like a glass of orange juice. It smells like a, uh, gosh, almost like a mimosa. I was about to mimosa. say I want to pour some champagne in this. Oh, my goodness, yes. Let's just go hard first thing in the morning. Oh, oh that's yeah. nice. That's Okay, Taylor, great choice for a morning beer. Yep. Really great choice for a morning beer. Got to start the day off with your vitamin vitamin C. Vitamin C. You're yeah. correct. I mean vitamin D. If you you know move over into the sun. A That's bit. right. We, we're <laughs> in the sun. We got the sun flare on the camera. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Can you get vitamin D through the screen? No. If you believe you can, you can. You'll never go with that attitude, Jake. No. Just scientifically, just yeah. no. Yeah. It's not happening. Yeah. Just no. Sorry. No. I mean, maybe if there was like a reflection or something. You know, everything, Every you just have to speak it into existence. Yeah. But yeah. you can get those mirror things. Aren't you those could. like banned? Oh, okay. So I had They're this. They're banned. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, we're not banned, but like it's. 
very unsafe for you to use those. Because it'll fry you up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it's not recommended. One of the first houses that, in fact, the first house that me and my wife bought in College Station when we were, I say kids, we were, we were young. We were 21, 22 years old. Okay, so the lady next door had this vitamin D deficiency. We were in a neighborhood in Bryan, Texas. Okay, she kept a llama in the backyard, a flock of geese what? in the front yard, and was probably the most eccentric person I ever met in my life. But built these light boxes that gave off vitamin D and kept them all around her house. Okay, I she was she was weird. Nutty. Yeah, yeah, she was weird. She was super cool, super <laughs> great neighbor. Wow. Right? Yeah. yeah, super great. I'd go over and mow her lawn for her. She's a super nice woman, but different. I don't know. She's probably not there anymore. Well, we'll we'll, we'll see when I have my giant barn with a, a fire pit in the middle, if I can fit a llama in the back uh, and geese in the front. Yeah, if gonna, yeah. if you're going to have a giant barn, totally, like just a, move them in with you. Maybe like an alpaca. Yeah. Like what what kind of drinking. visual would that be? Like we got the hot tub, and then there's just a flock of geese around. <laughs> I didn't even think about putting the hot tub near the fireplace, but like actually have it so you you can like turn the fireplace on oh. as the heater. Me How and Mandy cool have done that be? before. Like we we put the like okay, so where the camera is recording us on the video right now, mm-hmm. we've put the chimenea there and just lit it the fuck up, and it's just fly, it's just going crazy, Hell yeah. right? And we're just sitting here chilling by the fire. Hell yeah! In the in the hot tub, drink a beer. All right, next episode. Yes, <laughs> next cold snap. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Fire pit hot tub, I'm in. Man, that beer and the hops that they paired with it, I think everything just really goes together. But it's it's super simple. Yeah. Right? Like, this isn't one of these pretentious IPAs we're going to come in, we're going to blend 10 million different type of hops together. This is just super simple and straightforward. Mm -hmm. Universal donor... Oh negative. Was it? What did it say? Oh negative. Oh Oh, negative. negative. Yeah, that's, that's probably a great name for this. I don't know that anybody would turn this beer away. If you did... Fuck and you. It's, the hops mm. are also very <laughs> subtle. Like, so I mean, if you have those people that are like, I don't like IPAs, there you go. Correct, correct. Yeah, the the bitterness it's it's there enough to where somebody who enjoys IPAs enjoys it mm-hmm. and, and tastes it, but somebody who might not isn't going to be turned away by this beer. Very good beer. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and rate on this beer. Let's go. I'm gonna go three point four five seven two eight. Nine. 10, I, 11, 12. I, possibly. <laughs> possibly. I'm not, I'm not opposed to that 10, 11, 12. Like this is, I feel like I want to keep putting decimals on it, but just because I want to keep tasting it. It is, it's good beer. It's not, it's not a through the roof IPA. It's not something that like, I want to say this is the best IPA I've ever had. But is this something that like, I want to sit around the fire or sit in the hot tub with friends and drink for a long time? At 11 a.m.? Yeah. Hell down. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, I'm, I guess this is part of the fun of this, this podcast and, and drinking these beers is each beer has its unique place. And I think this beer's place is at 11 a.m. with friends. Yep. Taylor, why don't you go ahead and take the rating? All right. Not going to be biased or anything, you know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, totally won't be. I won't. Um, this, I'm going to give... Let's do three point six seven five. Three point six seven five. I like it. Okay, why? Because um, I love mimosas, and this is giving me very mm. much mimosa vibes. Like this is like 
I'll wake up and shotgun this beer. <laughs> <laughs> nice. At 8%, 8.3% alcohol. <laughs> oh, shoot. Is it? I didn't even pay attention to that. It's that much alcohol. Mm-hmm. It hides it really well. That does not taste like an 8 point. It doesn't drink like 8.3%. <clears throat> Bottom. Yep. There we go. Wow. That's nice, dude. Nice. What do you think, Jake? Well, a lot of... Um Debilitating thinking on my brain right now. Uh, is no. it because of our live session earlier? No, well, it doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> my, my brain is a little tired from yesterday. Um, I think this is a fantastic beer. I, I, nailing down the score, I think, has been the hard part. Everything else is not. But I, I'm going to go 6.33128967. Yeah. Okay. Right. What are we? Uh, I thought we were rating one to four. Did yeah. you say six point? 3.6. Oh, I thought yeah. he said 6.6. I thought he did for a minute, too. I think you oh. said, I think your brain's 6. not all there. 6. Maybe you're no, speaking my, dyslexic. 3.69128934. Okay. I think I mixed those numbers up now. Y'all got me all messed up. Either way, okay, so <laughs> uh, carbonation's great. Uh, it, Good call. It's, it's very pleasant mouthfeel. The hops in it, I think, are great. Um, subtle wouldn't be the word. I would say, but it, it's definitely uh, much calmer and approachable. Uh, boy, the blood orange comes out without overpowering. Um, the bitterness is just enough to cut through a little bit of sweetness. Coyingly alcoholic. Uh, nice. Look at you, the wordsmith this morning. Yeah, that's not the only Coyingly alcoholic. Yeah. I like that. But I mean, it, it's it's a fantastic beer. Uh, I think it's a great name. Um, I think I wish I would have seen a little bit more pop out of the can, but it it makes sense. It's a, it's a blood orange with the the skin peeling back. It yes. makes sense, but it's it's not as easy to notice from afar. But it's fantastic. Yeah, good job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Th- okay, I'm gonna be real honest. This is the first Tubbs beer that I've tasted. Okay. Ever. Tubbs Virgin. All right. Yeah, Popping not anymore. Your tarts. <laughs> no, not anymore. Tubbs Sherry. Now, now, yes, that's right. <laughs> now I'm Tubbs experienced. So, speaking of Tubbs experience, you brought on a friend of the show forever, Taylor Beasley, uh, has brought us a palate cleanser. How how long is forever? Uh, well, I don't know till 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 uh, till time ends. Till time ends, Jake. Because till that's time how long ends until our time ends. Well, whoever goes first. I feel like hot tub uh, theory right now. I feel like hot tub hypothesis. This 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 should be something that my kids take over. When this is my legacy. Do your well, kids like craft beer though? I don't know. I don't have one that's twenty one yet. So if they 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 haven't they haven't drank they haven't had any alcohol that I'm aware of. If if they had, they've done it the old fashioned way and snuck it. Okay. Uh, which. God bless them because they haven't got caught, which means that they're smart. Uh, is it one in college? Yeah. One is in college. Oh, she's, she's a she's a <laughs> she's twenty. Her boyfriend just turned twenty one. Um, so I they I don't know, but when they do, I'll be sitting when they do turn twenty one. I'll sit and have a beer with them. So but they've been they've been shy about it so far. I feel like it. I feel like it's gonna be TC if there's an heir to the legacy. I feel like it's gonna be TC for this one. TC but for this one. I feel okay. So he's he's a great kid. Oh my god, hard worker. Like the works. Like like a national wrestler. Like he's a great kid. But 
he's on the right track to be something great. And so, like, we need to give him, like, four or five years, maybe six years, like, hey, keep being great. And around six to seven years, like, just ruin him. Like, let's get him, like, (laughs) let's get him that that weird, like, you drank too much alcohol for, like, a whole year kind of experience. That way he can calm back down and then take over the reins. Huh. Well, it's got to be a whole thing. Yeah. Look at you. You've already, yeah. Let's you've just already take him on a future. year yeah. bender. A year-long <laughs> bender? Throw him in AA after that, and then he can take over the podcast. Then he can take over the podcast. He can come off a year bender and, and be okay. I'm not speaking for <laughs> are you, that was many years of experience. Are you speaking for experience? Yeah. I mean, I went a total of, what, six hours without a beverage? So Nice. Proud of you. God, I sound like an alcoholic. That's That was a joke. I'm... Not that bad. Mm. I don't drink at home. Okay. You don't drink yeah. at home? No, I don't. Uh, we're at my house. Oh, yeah, I know. I drink at home all the time. So we we got the national standard. The na- much like our rating scale is becoming the national standard. The hot tub 4.0 scale uh, is becoming the national standard. I'm not. I'm not sure if the rest of the nation knows that yet. They will. But we know it. it. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, ma'am. So we're going. Time. We're going from the national beer of Texas to. The national oh. standard from Tups. Heck yeah! Interesting. I like that. I didn't, re- didn't recognize that connection, but good call. Texas is a very national place. So we got uh, the national standard blonde ale. So instead of a lager, this is a blonde ale this time. Okay, because last palate cleanser you brought us was a lager, correct? Yep. So tell us about this beer. Uh, so this is national standard, just our super light, easy drinking blonde ale with. Or not with. It's 5.2% alcohol. So for a blonde, still still pretty good. Yeah. Alcohol content. Yeah, just light, easy. TNIBU, I will say that it, it does have, it, it's got good flavor to it. One of the things I want to point out, cans are super cool as far as drinkability. Y'all didn't notice that? I did notice that. On all of our cans, you'll find that. So if you're looking for something with less hot profile... It's on the can. Okay, did more. it have that on the yep. double dry hopped? Oh, no, no, no. Not oh, that we're missing another. Wood, Woodsman one has of it? The ones that we'll, we'll drink. That one does. For okay. Sure. That Yeah, okay, that one doesn't. Not bad. But yeah, on majority of our cans, we have our, the drinkability on. So has Tubbs ever rated one of their beers as less than 100% drinkable? I don't know. Tubbs? That's a good question. Tubbs? Tubbs? Chime in. Chime in. Uh, you should be rating yourself at 100% drinkable. I like. I rate our podcast as 100% listenable all the time. All the time. I don't. Every time. No. You don't? No. That's I would not listen to it at a children's hospital. Oh, you know what? I would, but with earphones. <laughs> you just don't want them listening to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 100% listenable for people who have a sense of humor and are adults. Yeah. Yeah. Adults without sense of humor no. Um, and children know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't play the podcast at like you know, church camp or something like that. You know. Why? Mm. You, this what if it was? A, what if it was a? What if it was a <laughs> Belgian Abbey Ale episode? Would, could you play at a church camp? And the things y'all talk about in the podcast. No. <laughs> oh, you know what? Uh, you can't listen to it at Samuel Smith's uh, Brewing. The owner is vehemently against uh, swearing. I mean, like, extremely. And Samuel Smith? Of Samuel Smith. Huh. Well, son of a bitch. And I mean, like, he has shut down bars because a customer was cussing in the bar. Really? A customer, yeah. He shut down bars. He shut down a bar that Samuel Smith owns, right? 
He shut it down because a customer and his wife were swearing back and forth. Hmm. Interesting. He shut down people's jobs because customers were swearing. Well, so no, I would not listen to this at Samuel Smith. And shout out to uh, Gavin, a fantastic brewer, fantastic human being. He is a absolute delight, and he was actually going to come down here. Uh, we were going to hold do a whole dinner and stuff right before the pandemic, but um, obviously that. Um, and he brews at Samuel Smith. He was the head brewer for Samuel Smith. Does he cuss? No, actually, really, really? absolutely not. Yeah. Like I, I don't trust people that don't cuss. Well, when you meet him, you'll you'll understand. He's very well poised. He's such a great like person. But like with me around, like obviously, like every other word is a cuss word. But when he's sitting there, he doesn't even like bat an eyelash. When I'm like, "Fuck this fucking asshole cunt," and he's just like, <laughs> "Wow, yeah, he's probably not like a Strung nice guy." Together there. Yeah, he's a. <laughs> yeah, you kind of got to get in there. But he, I mean, he's a fantastic human being. We need to get him out. Well, I think less cussing. Yes. Well, I mean, I don't know. They're, they're such great adjectives yeah. with emphasis, you Fuck. know? Yeah, exactly. It's also a great noun. It could, yeah. I think it could be a pronoun. could be a verb. Yeah, it could be a verb. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's so versatile. Yeah, it's a, little, it's a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. So anyways, uh, Much now like the, the national standard. Fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> Usage. As, as, as a palate cleanser, I'm digging it. So it's got good flavors, a little bit of light corn sweetness to it, but not super, not super, uh, super heavy corn sweetness. The hot profile is there to me. There, there's a there's a really nice hot profile onto it that just makes it just a little bit. I don't want to say bitter. Bitter bitter seems like the the bad word for a blonde ale, but there's there's something there where I taste the hops where it's not all the corn sweetness. It's it's really nice balance to it to me, um, and it is cleaning the blood orange off my palate. It's a good palate cleanser. It is. Yep. It is. So, oh we're my gonna... gosh, look at that date. What is it? Oh, it was canned three days ago. You're welcome, guys. Three days. Cheers. Only the freshest. Hell for yeah. For the freshest guys the in fresh... the hot tub. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there He's getting serious. There wasn't a lot of options, I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that you is know nice. what? I didn't. Good looking at that. I literally, my heart, I was like, oh shit, is, did I bring bad beer? And I'm like, no. No, no, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> literally three days. 2019, what? No. <laughs> literally so, three days old. Three when days we old. did the Cellus uh, episode, we had some of their low, low, the low cow lager. It was over a year old. Oh. Yeah. yeah. It was not it held horrible. Up. It held up pretty decent. We had a bottle share on Friday. We had a company-wide meeting on Friday during the day and then had a bottle share after. Someone brought in a 2011 and 2014 120-minute. Dude, it was so thick. Wow. And then we also got to try a 2011 Utopia. Nice. I saw that picture. How was it? I mean, it was okay. <laughs> yeah, I think there's a sweet spot for it because I just opened up the uh, 2021 the other day, uh-huh. but I, I essentially I want it to breathe. I want to leave it on the counter for a year and let it kind of become itself. But that's what I've always been told. Uh, it by definitely a had a lot of sediment in it. Yeah. Like, I mean, as you know, it would. It's from 2011, but yeah, no, I mean, it it tasted like a regular bourbon barrel aged stout. I was mean, it, I wouldn't spend my money. I wouldn't spend that amount of money. Was it an unopened bottle, or did they open it? And, no, like, it was unopened. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, someone that 
works for or someone that works for Tups, she used to work for Boston Beer Company. Yeah. So she has a few bottles. Nice. Like oh, that cool. she's been aging. She brought one. Some years are fantastic. Like the um gosh, I want to say it was like the fifteen or sixteen was just phenomenal like two years afterwards. That was the first time I had ever ha- had it. Yeah. It was like a beer from the year I graduated high school. Oh <laughs> wow. Starts to hurt a little bit, doesn't it? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Langham Creek class of oh, 2011. Langham Creek 11. Oh my gosh. I'm Conroe 98. <laughs> You're Klein Oak. What year? 08. 08. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Welcome to Hot Tub Time Machine. When I was five. When you were five years old? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Pay no attention to the gray hair and the beard. Mm. So, I liked your idea from a couple Sundays ago to where when we were having the palate cleanser, stopping and waiting to the end to rate it as we're drinking it between uh, beers. Yeah, yeah, to see yeah. how it develops. Yeah. So, I want to I do that same thing with this one. I want to keep drinking it between beers and rate it at the very end. Okay. How's that Let's sound? Let's do it. Okay. So, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to try something that Taylor pulled out of the fridge. Yeah. Not tubs. Not tubs. So we're going to stop. Hot tub beer fans, are you looking to buy, sell, or lease a home with or without a hot tub? Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor, is who you need to call to help with all your real estate needs. Hugh knows hops and Hugh knows houses. That's txbeerrealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beer. So, we've got the first, this is the first non-tubs beer that we're doing today, okay? Oh, I forgot to hit record on this. Oh, did I get it? I think I'm recording. I am recording. So, now we're recording on both. Uh, First beer out of the fridge today that is non-tubs, Untitled Art, out of Wisconsin, okay? Mosaic. Lupomax IPA. So it's India Pale Ale with Azaka Citra and Mosaic Lupomax hops. Now, Jake, you were looking up Lupomax and kind of telling us what that meant. Uh, yeah. Uh, so it's a concentrated hop pellet. So it's a concentrated lupulin hop pellet, which is the um, I, I just call it uh, hop keef, but it's hop the keef. good it's one. Going to be your. Um, major crystalline formation with the hops that creates a lot of its flavor and and everything it does but um this one is claims to have less vegetative of uh matter inside the pellet so you actually don't have to filter out as much of the hops at the it's end. almost you like hop to. concentrate it is it's lupulin hop concentrate pellets okay or concentrated lupulin hop pellet. Interesting. And this so, is mosaic. And so the, apparently they do it with a whole bunch of different ones, Amarillo and all that stuff, but it's a Yakima Valley product. Okay. Interesting. So uh, this is... Um, smells nice. Yeah. A, a beautiful color on it. This was this came at the recommendation of H-E-B Laura. So H-E-B Laura, if you're out there nice, listening Laura. or watching, yeah, this came at the recommendation of her. Um, hazy looking IPA. So out of Wisconsin... Have you ever been to Wisconsin? Either of you? I don't plan on it. <sighs> don't I've been, I've been twice. Okay. Was it cold? Oh, my gosh. That's the, the cheese heads, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, it is. Okay, so 
I, I got a friend who's from Wisconsin as well, okay? They drink a lot of bush light up there, Ooh. from what I understand, okay? So first time I went up there, I did have to drink a whole six-pack of bush light just to get acclimated to the community, right? Prove yourself. When in, when in Rome or Wisconsin, okay? <laughs> uh, but the first time I went up there, we flew in, got an Uber to the hotel. Both were for wrestling tournaments for my son, okay? First morning we woke up, it was negative 10. Ugh. Degrees no, outside, you. like that's below zero. Uh, then the second time we went up there was, gosh, not last week, but the weekend before, wasn't it? Uh, two week, two weeks ago, we were up there. Oh, you're in Minnesota. So okay, so we landed in Minnesota. The tournament got moved to Wisconsin for oh. COVID concerns. So did you fly into Minnesota and then get told and have to drive to Wisconsin? So we were told like we we had the flights and we were told like a week before. Gotcha. And so we just had to get a we got a bus to drive us to Wisconsin because none of us Texans we weren't going to rent a car and drive on know. ice. That no, was thanks. yeah. No. no I mean you. flying into Minnesota was already a big ass. Oh my god. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, Minnesota is gorgeous during the summer. During this, it's still cold yeah. during the summer. But like, I look forty-five degrees this morning. Forty degrees, what? It's too much. Too cold. Like, it's, hey. it's it's ridiculous. I'm not going on negative ten. So, yeah, no, dude. Uh, uh-uh. no, I've been it, in Dallas too much recently, and it's like even. Co- I mean, it's colder than Houston for well, sure. Well, they know what snow looks like. Yeah, well, Dallas um, gets the worst weather in the state. I'm gonna be real honest. I feel yeah. like they get the worst of everything in the state, except hurricanes. Oh, except hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Major city wise, we get more hurricanes, but. City-wise, it's really the towns that get more hurricanes. But, okay, so while we're up there the second time, we woke up, the, we, we came in on a Thursday. Friday morning we woke up, negative 19. Nope. Ooh. Yeah, negative 19. So I caught a flight back home one of the One of the Booster Club moms was all excited because the hotel that we had that was attached to the venue had a river view. And the coach wrestled for the University of Minnesota. He goes, you're not going to like the river view. She's like, what are you talking about? The river's frozen. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So the second day, after it heated up to like maybe ten, the sun was pounding on a part of the river, and you could see some water. Nice, she got everything she wanted. Yeah, some water. Oh my <laughs> gosh! So on the drive back, we're following along this river, and I, I want to say it was in Mississippi, but I don't think that's right. I don't um, think Mississippi touches Wisconsin, does it? It goes all the way up there. Yeah, I thought it ended just before there, but. Who am I? Maybe I Do I, don't I sound know. like a geologist to you? <laughs> <laughs> Geology, geography. Tomato. I mean, Does anybody tomato. really understand the sciences? Really, I would have gone more for, no. No. for cartology. Cartology? Cart car, car, car to maps. Maps. Yeah, yeah, that's cartology. Are you, are you very knowledgeable in the cartel? Is that what you're trying to say? I'm not unknowledgeable. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Hot Tub Beers, where we're not unknowledgeable about anything. Correct. Now, we are knowledgeable about the 4.0 rating scale, the national standard. As we're drinking the national standard to cleanse our palate, but now we've got the Mosaic Lupamax IPA. Now, the only way that I can imagine drinking this now, of course... I'm imagining being in a tent on top of a frozen river, uh, drilling down and ice fishing. Do you think that's what they drink when they're in those tents, ice fishing on the river? I would never go in a uh, yeah. tent to ice fish. You're not going to catch me on a frozen lake yeah. at all. My fear of falling through the lake is yep. 
No, thank if you. I had enough money, I would I would spend our winters in Australia, so it'd be their summer, uh-huh. and then I'd spend our summers here. Like I would I would just live in a constant summer. So I don't I, I couldn't tell you anything about ice or ice fishing or tents and ice. My father in law would rather it be 110 degrees outside, 100, percent than 40, 100, percent. Without uh, a doubt, I don't know. See. Like this is like, like ideal. This is this is ideal. Like today is like what I call patio weather. You know oh. what is the coolest thing about it being 100, 110 outside? Hmm. Is you can fill the bed of a truck full of water and pull up to breweries and drink with the brewers. Hmm. I wonder who's thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that when it's 30 degrees. I mean, you can. I just, I'm not. Okay, so... I can see this beer as a warming beer. It's citrusy, but there is a hot profile. Does it say the IBUs on the can? IBUs are a lie. I mean, they, technically they're, they're not. They're but. a lie, but they're, they're like... Anything past 100 is a lie. No, Correct. It's, That's, not, it's misleading. It's not a lie. It's misleading. It's still an actual like calculation. But I tell you, whether, whether, whether it sticks true or not, it's a good... How to say it? Like like litmus test, right? So like, if it says a hundred, if it says fifty, I kind of have an idea of what I'm getting into, right? Yeah. It may not be exact, but it gives me an idea of what I'm getting into, and that's, I guess, you know, as we're educating all of you on the uh, on the podcast here that that we're so uh, like, what do we say? Non knowledgeable, unknowledgeable, knowledgeable ish about the uh, the IBU scale is we about that it it's once or twice. it's not exact. But it gives you an idea of what you're yeah. jumping into. Well, hold on. It is exact. It's just not exact to your taste. Right? So perceived bitterness and IBU are two separate things. Although you can uh, come up with ideas or formulate opinions based off of – I say opinion. You can right. formulate a, a scope of what you're getting into if you say, I have 100 IBU stout. Okay, we can expect a little bit more uh, bitterness to balance some of the malt. Yes. But like when you have a – you know. What is that? Like a 25 IBU Pilsner, you expect, okay, that's nothing. I won't have any bitterness at all. Well, that's not really true because that's it's a longer true. Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have 20 IBUs in a, you know, a, a so-called IPA at this point, it wouldn't really be. But if you have yeah. 25, you wouldn't get anything at all. But it's, it's really a lot of your malt bill is going to change how that perceived bitterness is. And yeah. although we can gather a lot of information by looking at the IBU as mm-hmm. a consumer – it's 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 not going to be that much if you can't physically see the beer. So, I mean, th- I think the moral of this story really is um, if you're struggling with IBUs and what they mean and what they are in how, – how they apply to beer, uh, become a monthly donor to the podcast. And you can have free them. access to all our knowledge. <laughs> you can have free <laughs> access to Jake's ramblings. On. To Jake's ramblings. IBUs are overrated. I mean, they make sense. They have, they have their spot. But – uh, a lot of people base their beer decisions solely on how much IBUs there is, and don't get me wrong, it's a factor, but it should shouldn't be just that. Well, I wonder, I wonder if I wonder if that's what Untitled Lard is thinking as well as there uh, there there is no IBU printed on the can. I wonder if they're just wanting you to enjoy it without like worrying about the specifics. I mean, art is art. Art is subjective, right? Okay. So like, speaking of that, there's some interesting mosaic art. I on the can, really love that can. It is. It's it's really yeah. really cool. Like that's what I was going to ask you, Taylor. So you're in the you're in the fridge. Look at this. What drew you to this can? Um, looks like a child drew it. <laughs> I don't know. 
I was looking for IPAs. <laughs> you were looking for IPAs. So you found an IPA. What it, so so you've, you've, you, just, you found it. You, you, uh, you've tasted it now. Yeah. Tell me I mean, what you I think. like, well, I like mosaic. So, the, of course, that was another factor. Okay. Um, so, what do I think about it? I mean, I think it, it's nice, easy drinking. You get that, you, the hops definitely are left on your palate a little more. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I mean, great color. Definitely like what I like to drink in an IPA. It's yes. not overly hoppy it's very it's not, well balanced but you still get that nice hot profile that's a good call i really like that description i think i think in addition to that like i'm going to agree with you 100 percent. but in addition i'm going to say like that hop oil on this one is kind of sitting on my tongue and coating my tongue and not in a bad way i enjoy it which is going to be really interesting for the national standard when we pick it up here in just a minute yeah can it clean that hop oil off my tongue and reset me for the next beer we'll um, see. yeah that's it's going to be exciting I, i'm looking forward to it but I, I i this was a good choice yeah nice call yeah i i enjoy this beer i could i could ice fish with this beer in wisconsin ice fish again not happening. I could, but like I'm gonna wear more clothes than than normal. We well, have to layer up. Oh, of course you do. But I mean, like extra, like uh, extra layers. Uh, the You'll Shoot Your Eye Out movie. Oh, a uh, Christmas story. A Christmas story where the kid walks out and he's like, uh-huh. you know, like a, a, a freaking gingerbread man walking out. Yeah, his yeah, arms yeah. Down. That that would be what I'm like, and I know that because we just had what it dropped to. 40-something degrees. It was super windy. Yeah. And I walk into work, and everybody's like, oh, my God, are you cold? Oh, my God. I'm like, what, what are you even getting at? <laughs> oh, well, you're wearing so many jackets. I'm wearing three jackets and a long sleeve shirt and a beanie. It's like I'm not wearing that much clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Texas winners. Houston winners. So, yes, Houston winners. I would try that for you, Tim. Thank you. This beer. Thank you. Ice fishing. Yes. I like you guys, but I will not try that for you. You're not going to try ice fishing? Nope. Also, I would do it just for the experience, just one time. I don't know if I go, depending on that experience, whether I go back again, but but I don't. I I, I want to try it for one time. I, I do have to say, Houston cold is different than a lot of other cold. It uh, is. You trying to play footsies or what? Maybe I am. <laughs> but it's so nice. windy. It's Hot so tub connections. wet. It's so everything that's not. It's not. It's not the cold. It's everything that comes with it. It's yeah, disgusting. I went from. Like three degrees in uh, North New Mexico, where I was fine with just a simple jacket, to Houston, like within 16 hours because of how long it drove. But once I got here, it was like 45 and rainy, and I was freezing. There was not enough clothes. But over there, it was like all I needed is a jacket. So I think it might okay. be different cold. Welcome to Hot Tub. Uh, we are uh, climatologists, meteorologists. <laughs> we yeah. are. I don't even know what we, we really dabble in everything. Yeah, um, and and I'm going to tell everybody that we're good at all that we yeah. dabble in. The jack of all trades. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, humility is not going to be one of the benchmarks of hot tub beers. No. 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 Humility. Yeah. We don't judge mm. here. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-mm. No judgment. We definitely. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We are completely sorry. judgmental. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. That's completely. The only reason we're yeah. Here on beers. To judge. On beers. <laughs> no, we judge each other. Yeah, we judge each other. Yeah, yeah. We judge each other. Yeah. Usually, usually the guests are free from judgment. Yeah. Unless we know them really, really well. Uh, then they get judged as well, Jacob Baker. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> but he's but, a Cowboys fan, so I actually oh, judge him boo. very hard. Uh, Carlos Rodriguez. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We I'll judge Carlos too. as well. Yeah, yeah. No comment there. Well, me, me, and Tim are the 
two coins the same side or whatever they say. Yeah, yeah, some along those lines. <laughs> yeah. Two sides of the same coin, two coins of the same side. Yeah. It's 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 a uh, have safe be fun. You know what I'm talking about? Amen. <laughs> Amen. I will say the Cowboy game has, well not the last one, but has brought me and Baker together. There was one day he really wanted to watch the game and I really wanted to make fun of him. So me and him decided to have a bottle share that ended up it was supposed to be just me and him uh-huh. and we both brought so much stuff. We ended up having like somewhere close to 30 something bottles for the two of us. Oh shit. And we we started to have to like recruit people around us so we could finish everything. And we were doing um, like Parish shade variants, and we were doing oh, wow. like uh, eclipse rye barrel, and like we're talking like big boys. We did thirty plus. He was trying to mask the pain. It was yeah, he was. <laughs> it was it was still fun to like make fun of him and drink beer. So so thank you, cowboy fans. But I want I want to switch the focus back onto you. You're a huge Philadelphia Eagles fan. I am. Gross. It is all over your Instawebs. Okay, <laughs> and, that was painful too. Uh, so it was it was a painful game, but what made up for it. Was the Cowboys' loss. So nobody <laughs> from the NFC East is in the playoffs anymore. They're <laughs> so all done. We're and all then the, done. the Bengals are there, like, for the first time, what, 33 years? Yeah, there, I was watching that game yesterday. Yeah? Yeah. Is, is Joe, Joe Burrow's the quarterback over there now, yeah. right? Yeah. I can't cheer for him because he played for LSU. Well, I have to say, I think the only reason Taylor is an Eagles fan is just because when they do win, they riot and destroy their own city. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh. Like, so. Do I look like a rioter, though? Yes. <laughs> oh. Yes. And, like, don't get me wrong, when the Astros We can't profile play. here on the podcast. <laughs> my my favorite show is always Sunny in Philadelphia, too. So. That is a funny yeah. show. Yeah. I mean, when the Astros won, it was crazy downtown. But nothing, because I was down there during the parade and, like, the wildness, and we were 10 sheets to the wind, backpack full of beer that I had to refill, like, four times. I mean, it was so much fun. Nothing got destroyed except for one place. Oh yeah, car no, we by like destroyed fifteen kids standing on top of it so they could see Altuve drive by. It was the most hilarious things because when the cops came back out of Jason's deli, they see their car dented in, but it's all like children like six and seven years old. And so you can see <laughs> get mad. That's <laughs> funny. Not, not so they couldn't get mad at that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they That's were very beautiful. Mad, but like what are you gonna do? Yeah. yeah. No, uh yeah Watch no. your car is what you're gonna do. The Eagles twenty seventeen Super Bowl destroyed the city. Yep. They had to grease the poles, and they were still that. climbing up. Oh, wow. Yeah. They greased the poles? They greased it? the poles, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that's the problem is they were just using normal grease. What they needed was industrial KY. Oh, oh. okay. <laughs> Not that I've ever tried to climb poles or nothing, you know. <laughs> Where's Cat when you need her? I know, right? Yeah. They, oh, there's man. a cat joke in there somewhere. Oh, man. Oh. But, yeah, no, they do get rowdy. Definitely, 100%. All right, well, well that, you're a Philly beer. fan. Well, okay, so I, but I wananted to ask you one more question before go, we're ready go, the beer, go, right? Go. So you're a Philly fan, but you were in there, you were saying you were looking for IPA. So we're just kind of getting to know Taylor Beasley here. Mm-hmm. So is IPA the favorite style? No. I don't, to be honest with you, I really don't have a favorite style. I will say my least Facts. favorite style are going to be sours and oh. Berliner Weisses. That's um, my weird superpower is, like, I know what everybody drinks. And, like, as soon as you asked that out of out of Beasley, I was like, uh, I was like, hold up. she like I, I have recollection of her drinking everything but sours. And, like, sure I enough, she's just like, Yeah, I don't discriminate. Sours. So this next Fuck segment's going to be fun then. Yeah. Yeah, because you chose the sour out of there. Yeah, you know, I saw coffee, and I was like, uh, I was limited. Tin out my coffee this morning, and I was like, "Oh, this will be good." Yeah. So let's let's rate you had the less than uh, three cups this morning. I did. I'm, oh, so I just got an espresso machine, and I ran out of pods. I think Thursday morning, and that's when I was leaving to McKinney, so it didn't re up. So 
It's like our dealer. I yeah. didn't. I didn't re up. I didn't re up on my pods. Yeah. Dude, I literally the Nespresso has changed my life. Like I used to be a Starbucks whore, man. Like every morning, she was multiple times. But like, dude, my Nespresso is where it's at. Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. You and Danny DeVito and uh, what's hey, who that's was on my it? guy. I know. I, I like Danny DeVito. I hope the world protects that man and he never dies. <laughs> I love R. Danny R. DeVito. Bob Saget, Betty White, and oh, Meatloaf. Oh, I know. Yeah, we've lost a few. This month. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Saget, Betty White, and Meatloaf. That's just crazy, man. Son of a bitch. Yeah. So, now that you brought us down, Jake, the <laughs> Mosaic Lupo Max IPA, you mentioned we need to rate it. Let's rate it. Go for it. You go first. When I originally saw this in the fridge, I passed over it because it wasn't a label that I immediately recognized as being in the latest shipment. Okay. So auto- automatically, I was judgmental. Okay. Uh, obviously. Yeah. Um, Welcome to Hot Tub I'm Beers. I'm glad Taylor pulled this out. Um, Lupo, Lupo, Lupo Max is a really cool concept. Um, it created such a very, very clean beer. I have fallen out of love with Mosaic Hops here for, for a while now. Um, they just kind of put off this really dirty guava-like mouthfeel and taste uh-huh. and I just kind of fell out but this is just so clean so well balanced it's not chunky it's hazy I don't know it's 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 fantastic great everything uh, when you look at the the can there's like literally mosaic tiles on it which is really cool it is cool it does look like a child drew it uh, maybe that's like a really cool art technique by somebody's really well at art or maybe it's a child I don't well, know well okay no 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 the, the, the name of the artist is on the can yeah it's, they're always uh, on the can Stephanie Heyman. Okay. I'm, I'm going to go with it's a really cool art technique that she pulled up then. Yeah. Just for safety. But I'm just I'm going to go 3.8. Uh, <laughs> 3.8? Yeah. I think it's I think it's a very well-made beer. Uh, it's very clean. Uh, two months old. It held up great. Yeah. Good it job. It did hold up great. I'm, I'm going to go a little bit lower than you. I'm going to go probably like 3.27543. Um, the reason being, I, I, I like the O negative better. I don't. I don't think I could rate it over the O negative. I think for this time in the morning, but I do think it's a really good beer. I, I, I think it was a good purchase. I like it. Uh, thank you, HEB Laura, uh, for the recommendation. Uh, thank you, Taylor, for pulling it out of the fridge. Yeah. So, Taylor. So I'm glad you said the guava thing because it brought me. Do you know those blue cans? Are they Goya the juices? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Now, like that, There's you said two that. Two major brands, but Goya is one of the major brands. So yeah, now that you say that, I'm like. Hmm, kind of tastes like something like juicy, like yeah. one of those. Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three point three three three. It definitely held up for the can date for sure, which is great for an IPA. Um, but yeah, I mean it's very sessionable. It's easy drinking. Um, definitely could have multiple of them. Nice. Yeah? Hell yeah! All right, so sipping back on the national standard. How's the National Standard doing as a palate cleanser? Is it holding up? Maybe. I would say oh, yeah. yeah. It, it's cutting a, the oil it, on the tongue. Definitely. I've it really is. lost some of that hot profile. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I would agree with you. Good. It is good. It is good. It's, it's much sweeter coming back. I, I will say this. like, it, For all the beers that we've tasted on the hot tub, we, we've been... 
we've been really blessed with good palate cleansers. Like the the ones that people have brought. The we, of course the original Lone Star that we started with, uh, but those cowards wouldn't sponsor us. So um, thank you, Tups and Taylor Beasley. Yeah, um, I mean even nowhere but Texas, man. I had a oh, couple yeah. of those last night. Like still, it was still good. Great beer. Um, we tried. Have you tried Tex from Eighth Wonder? No, I have not. Oh, that was good. We did that one on a on a live. I haven't tried much Eighth Wonder lately, which I'm excited to try it now that uh, Vince. Vince is over there. He's doing yes. a fantastic yeah. job. He almost was here today. Nice. Yes. Okay. He had yep. a bail on us. Yeah. Thanks, Vince. Oh, Vince. He should be here next week, though. Yeah. Yeah. No, I definitely want to circle back around to Eighth Wonder. Not that you know anything was wrong with them. Everybody just has their preferences. But we'll see how we'll see how it goes. Well, now. maybe we uh, maybe we get Vince in on two episodes. We're gonna do one with the hammer smash vertical from Brash, which is uh, mm-hmm. one of his one of my favorite beers of his. And then maybe we could do another one after that, and we do uh, Eighth Wonder, and we'll see if we can get Aaron in here and Vince, and we try to pull in the whole where you going kind of thing. That would be good. The only thing that I fear about that. Is I don't know how coherent I'm going to be after the hammer smash vertical. No, 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 yeah. two separate days. Oh. Two separate okay. days. Okay, good. Two good. I was like, days. just that vertical, like. Oh yeah. Yeah, no. I'm, I'm feeling a little buzz thinking about it. To be completely honest, which I'm you will be about. hammer I mean, smash face. Yeah, will be hammer smash face. Um, okay, little little known thinking. fact. Little known fact too, right? So, and I like this. So there's little hidden gems hidden in Thistle Draft Shop. Yes. So there is a tabletop with a barrel that is completely turned inside out and the inside is completely back correct me if i'm wrong this was a hammer smash face barrel yes uh yeah yeah actually that is the actual like barrel staves from a hammer smash yeah it's one of my favorite tables and i hate when people sit at it because it's like i don't want it to ever go away or be ruined yes Uh, but it's a beautiful table it is a beautiful table that was actually done by merch yeah, so oh, Merge, there's a lot of next time things. I go in there, I'll have to look at it. Merge Studios with uh, Bob the Welder, Adam, uh, Gabriel, and um, I'm missing a name, but either way, they're fantastic freaking human beings, and like all, like half the really, I mean, all of the really cool tables are all of those guys, and each one kind of has their own table. I oh, can't nice. remember uh, who did the Hammer Smash table, but come check it out; it's super. Yeah, cool. absolutely. And there's some other ones. We'll get into those in a little bit. But we're going to take a quick break. But then we're going to go to Taylor's least favorite style that Voice. she un, 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 uh, <laughs> unassumingly pulled out of the fridge. We're going to go to New Braunfels Brewing Company after the break. Are you looking for a house with a hot tub so you can be just like us? If so, you need to call Hugh Height, the Texas beer realtor. He's a craft beer fan looking to help out his fellow hopheads any way he can with their real estate needs. That's Hugh Height, TXBeerRealtor.com or 281-939-8182. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beers, where we're the self-proclaimed best Texas podcast. What do you mean self-proclaimed? That's common knowledge. Yeah, but... No, I, I, we did proclaim it. We did. We, we did, did proclaim it. it. Yeah. Not so only best, not only best in Texas, best out of a hot tub with beer. Oh, which speaking, I need to get back with uh, the farm because there was. I, I did say you know because he's the best bar in a in the corner center? of a shopping strip center. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, I I wanted to know what would happen if the best 
podcast in a hot tub, got together with the best bar in the strip center and see what happened. Okay, Austin I want to yes. be on that because Austin's like my BFF. Yeah. Yes. So, so I, I do- already claimed National Dive Bar Day with him to do an event. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But I do have to say there is another hot tub one that I ran across. Okay. I think it was a uh, Philadelphia sports hot tub podcast. And it's all about Philadelphia sports in a hot tub. Okay. Anyways, I feel like there's a collab waiting to happen with, with Beasley, us, and some sports guys. I'm so down. Yes. I, I don't know about... I'm not a not going to... I don't know about other Philly teams, but if we're talking Philadelphia Eagles all day, let's go. If we're not talking about soccer, I, I can't keep up. Couldn't give a shit. Communist kickball? Yes, communist kickball. Yeah. That's what we call it among the educated. I didn't know England was communist, but sure. I mean, they're close enough. Like a distance? I mean, well, like they, yeah, they're like next, they're like like next door society. to Asia, and I mean, Asia's next door to... I mean, they, they have China and Russia. They're like a pseudo-monarchy. Like, they're pretty far fucking away from communism. Commun- well, I say that they're I mean, like... geographically, they're not. Communism is like, we're going to take from everybody and distribute how we feel. Right. But, like, with the monarch, it's like, hey, we're going to take from everybody, and this is who we are. It's close, but it's not the same. Welcome to Hot Tub Government Issues. Yeah. Which, by the way, I've been playing Civilization Six by Sid Meier's. And I'm learning a lot more about uh, theocracy and uh, bureaucracy. I don't know what that means. I don't know what Civilization Civilization Six means. It's, it's a it's a video game that's like super <laughs> in depth to like how like like cultures can grow, and you literally start with a settler in like ancient times, like. And then you and then you grow up through civilizations. Yeah, and so you have to build your own religion, in? and you have to. Oh yeah, when did you make beer in this? I, I, can you I, make I, beer in this video game? Well, you're not making it like it's not like oh you're making it whatever, but I think. Wine and beer are resources. I think I could be wrong. I haven't fully finished six yet. It okay. wasn't in five, but I think it is. Okay. Either well, way, government back religion. Around. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll start. I'll start playing if I can make beer. Yeah. I drink beer and play. You don't want to play this game. It like, will suck you all the way. Like in. If it's a role playing game and I can just be like the town brewmaster slash drunk in the in the game. We're not talking about what you do in the bedroom, Tim. <laughs> 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 Have you been peeking in my window? I've been in the closet. You know, sometimes. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, man. Mm. Let me in. Welcome it's to Hot Tub good. Beers. We're Jake's in the closet, guys. Um, so, Nothing new. Taylor, I'm going to get you to open this beer with your new Hot Tub Beer sunglasses, oh. this bottle opener. So we are going Uber the Cafe. So say it one more time. Oh. Uber the Cafe. Uh, Uber the Cafe. Ooh. Ooh, what is that? I was trying to show the logo. Oh, oh, oh yeah. The camera, I forgot about that. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we are recording. Uh, merch. Yes. <laughs> this is, we're, we're not quite the Patience Brewing merch company yet, but we're, we're, we're well on our way. So, can we officially say new merch who dis? New merch who dis? Yeah. Yeah. We're going to open a, uh, a bottle of beer with some hot tub beer, some classes. This is the Uber Dick Cafe. So, this is the, it is a dark, Farmhouse Sour from, uh, oh yeah, Uber the Cafe. Uber the Cafe. I think it. I think it whispered that out of the bottle when you poured it. Did you? Wow, Uber the Cafe. Uber the Cafe. So this is here. I'm going to steal the bottle from you. Okay, mixed culture, rustic farmhouse wheat, aged on coffee. Okay, so when I first got this beer, I like coffee. Okay, love it. So Thank I've had you. this beer Look before. That. It looks like motor oil coming out. I love it. It is. Okay, so this is 
This is New Braunfels Brewing Company back when Kelly Meyer still calling the shots. Okay. Oh, it smells great. So. Oh, hold on. Oh, are you changing your mind? Read the labels before you pick beers, people. Okay. I, I set myself up for this one. So it's the workhorse of our dark mixed culture farmhouse beer game. Big, rich, complex, smooth to its core. We decided it was time to give Uber a break and let it relax with a few pounds of freshly roasted, freshly ground dark coffee. Anticipate aromas of freshly ground coffee with an unbelievable smooth mouthfeel. What's the name of the beer? Uber de Cafe. Uber de Cafe. Uber de Cafe. 8.4 ABV. This is a heavy sour. 23-ish IBU. I don't want to try it yet because the smell is like... The, the well, smell, I, I will say this, the nose on this beer is beautiful. The, if, 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 if nothing else, if I, anything else that you take away from me saying that the nose on the beer is beautiful, yep. it smells like a great cup of coffee, but like I'm home brew. There's a little bit of. A I'm I not a, getting any coffee. Really? So, do you have COVID? No, I'm getting. Like, <laughs> no, uh, for some reason it smells like salsa. Yes. Oh, really? <laughs> Taylor. Okay, so I don't know if we've talked so much do about coffee COVID? in here before. No, I'm kidding. I do not have COVID. I just had COVID. <laughs> I well, don't have it anymore. We're, we're all clear now. I mean, if I had COVID, I just wouldn't leave here, and we'd be like like a full like 10 days of just us recording episodes. Well, you know what? what that, the, the CDC actually came out and said hot tub beers oh, cures COVID. Oh, is that oh what they yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The CDC came out with that. You know, five days in a hot tub beer, and, and you're done. Nice. Yeah, yeah. so um, cheers. Cheers. I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Okay, so, so on that cheers, we're going to have to drink. So okay. coffee has a tons of a tons of different ways of making the coffee. Roasting, picking the beans, uh, okay. even how you actually make the coffee itself, right? And so I, I, I'm saying this because when you when you taste this one, definitely get coffee up front and then yes. the very back. But it's got a lot of, like, berry to it, which reminds me, like... Oh, a, good like, call. If you were to do, like, a... a a siphon coffee. I, I typically get a lot more berry and floral when you do it this method. You really kind of pull out some more of the nuances, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what it really, really reminds me of. It's just like a coffee that has just been pulled apart and dissected and just opened all the way up. Uh, and honestly, I kind of freaking love this. Okay, so this is an interesting beer. So there, there is an episode on the podcast called Super Double Secret Release, Okay. And it is just me and Mary having a, well, I, I'd say, I'm going to say drunken conversation, but I was the only one who was drunk about beer. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Mary okay. drunk. Um, no. <laughs> and I ripped this beer apart. Said that this is the only beer out of New Braunfels Company that I don't like. Said it was shit beer. Um, I said that about Martin House Fucker. You said that about Martin House. I really liked Martin House Fucker. I, I'm, I'm going to stick to that this is my least favorite from New Braunfels Brewing Company, but really, as it has aged, it's taken on, so that was, okay, so this has been in the fridge for maybe close to a year. But with those sours, it's fun to sit on them, yeah. especially the, the rustic farmhouse ones, to sit on them and see how they change. This one has changed, and it has changed for the better. I'm going to say that out loud. It has changed for the better. I think this is fantastic, without a doubt. I think this is leaps and bounds uh, at the top of what Kelly Myers ever produced. This goes to show you that everybody's palate is different because I am getting zero coffee. Really? Yeah. I'm You're getting broken. 
I'm broken. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of coffee. So uh, there's like a, a okay, spiciness so to mine, it. And maybe it's not just me. Like, okay. Maybe it's what I had in the beer in the glass. What do you think? I I know I'm not crazy. I mean, I am crazy, but <laughs> I mean, it's it's. It's close. I don't really get any much difference. I mean, we got different shaped glasses. But the way I look at it, right, uh, how many times have you drank in, like, stale coffee that you left on your counter and, like, re-microwaved? Okay. Uh, This morning. But, like, (laughs) yeah. This morning. I kept losing my coffee. It has this, like, very unique level of acidity when you do that. Uh, The way it dies, it just has this really unique acidity. So, after the first sip and you let it kind of go down and that that dark berry that big fruit dies down i'm definitely getting that acidity right at the end so you kind of have to find it behind it but up front it's kind of what's the right way to say it's it it's almost like the warmth of an espresso but hidden by dark fruit in the beginning there was yeah there's some complexity to this that i did not respect at the beginning the first time that i chate that i tasted it it is are you growing I, I might be growing. I've been growing the entire time I've been in this tub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to scoot closer or farther away. Both. Um, <laughs> yeah. That berry is there. Taylor, you're having trouble with it. Tell I'm us what you having lots of trouble. Tell us what you're tasting. Again, sours are not my thing. Okay. But I, I'm definitely getting that berry for sure. Like, that's the one thing I'm 100% Huge. picking up is the berry. But I am getting zero coffee from this. Okay. At, like nothing, like no smell, no taste. Maybe my Nespresso has messed me up that much. It could I'm be. Now a coffee snob. It, well. it might be. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, of course, I'm Nespresso ignorant, so I really, I don't know that I can speak to that. But I will say that the coffee is there, but it it comes out in ways that I wouldn't expect the coffee to come out. And maybe that's why the first time the (laughs) the color is there, but it's more of like this oily bitterness at the end than it is. oil today. Mm, Yeah. It's, I don't know what, I don't know what it is about it, but it is, it's still not my favorite from New Braunfels, but it is, it is much better than the last time I tasted it. Much better than the last time I tasted it. I there was it. something offensive in it from the first time I tasted it, and I don't remember what it was. But this is, this is much better. I mean, it's definitely it's not like unbearable. Okay. But it's, it's. Am I gonna finish this, or would I go for another one? Probably not. So okay, it's so unbearable. I What's said it's not un- unbearable. Right, 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 right. But the, the, like my cheeks aren't like tightening up. Like I don't know, like. So what's an unbearable sour that you've had? Let's call them out. Let's do it. Stuff from Martin House. Oh. About to say, yeah, no. <laughs> Kelly Meyer's smiling right now if he's listening to this podcast. Yeah, no. Martin I mean, cause, because even like, and this is not me because Steve is my friend, but like there are some of the distilled sours that I can definitely like tolerate, like have one. and But again, that goes back to I'm not a sour person. But like, yeah. Well, you were here for the blueberry crumble. That was warrior. actually good, but that, that tasted good. like a dessert. It did taste like a dessert. That tasted like a dessert. I could see this. They're triple sitting berry. next to the blueberry crumble sour yeah. and having a cup of coffee, coffee with a blueberry crumble. Yeah, coffee. And this crumble. is where we yeah. got into that debate. 
crumble a pie or a cake? That's that's correct. <laughs> I don't know that we ever solved it. I'm pretty I sure don't think a we ever solved it. Mostly a cobbler. Okay. Oh, this, we've, we've, when that breeze comes across, it's beautiful. Oh my gosh! This is why I have a hot tub. This I is, like sweating. I like it, but the but man, I don't know. It feels so good outside. This is like the perfect Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. Beers, breeze, podcast. Amen. So. All right, so not the sour person. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw you under the bus, Taylor. I'm gonna make you rape first, okay? Because okay. this is this beer will never be produced again, okay? Because uh, uh, Kelly does not is he, he doesn't own the brewery anymore. I think all he's doing is the uh, well. I say that I, I don't I don't speak Kelly enough to presume to know everything that he's doing, but he's uh, how not to start a Pod- damn brewery podcast. Uh, so he's doing a lot of interviews. In fact, we have some. Uh, New Republic beer in there that we need to share with Kelly and and uh, and record it. Gross. Yeah. New Republic from from College Station. Are they still around? Nope. Uh, okay. No. 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 Okay. I hear a horrible story about that. Right. I go into Twin Liquors. It's by H E B over there by uh, by Thistle. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I go and I see that and I pick it up and I ask the guy. I go. This was like maybe two months ago. It's like, dude, how long has this been on your shelf? Two weeks, man. It's fresh beer. <gasps> I was like, dude. I go, the brewery died over a year ago. Well, I, I guess it's just our distributor's mistake. I mean. They were self-distro. Yeah. I might, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were definitely. Sounds like you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I may be calling out Twin Liquors on the podcast. They're a giant company. It was one guy. You can't win them all. Yeah, I mean, he's just being a company man. Also, he's probably uh, a good guy. I'm pretty sure I know who you're talking about. Do you? Sounds familiar. The uh, smell, I, yeah, I tell you what, I could Mark smell this beer all day for Mark, uh, oh, well, before he started his... Oh, my God, what's his last name? Nichols. I love Mark. Yeah, Mark Nichols. I love Mark. Yeah, yeah he was a good guy. I met him Mark. when he was with Goliad. Was he with Goliad? I can't remember. I know he did HDC. I know he did he, New he Republic. He was favorite brands. Did he? Yeah. No, he was one of the first beer reps that I met in the industry. Um... Uh, my first Katie Wild West. He's a super to, cool guy. Just to paint the picture, Mark Nichols looks like Hagrid. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, no, one hundred percent. He yeah. looks like Hagrid. Like I'm pretty sure that part was written on Mark. Nichols. He should have been cast for that. Like, J.K. Awesome. Rowling is like, hmm, I want to write Hagrid. Who do I model him after? Mark oh, Nichols. Mark Nichols from Texas. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're there you go, Mark. J.K. Rowling for. When are we gonna have success. Hagrid on the podcast? Uh, we could. Uh, he does uh, uh, draft solutions now. He's, he has his own draft solutions company. Uh, I'm sure he'd get in. I hadn't talked to him in a while. but I haven't seen him or talked to him in a while. All right. Let's keep rating, though. Yeah. So, um, okay. So, yeah. me. Um, so, again, sours are not my thing. Uh, I'm going to go, like, 2.256. Like That's I said, it's not unbearable. That's a good rating. For bad. someone who does who doesn't like sours, because yeah, like but that, but two point is middle of the road, right? Yeah, uh, that's yeah, that's that's a pretty good. Like rating. I said, it's not unbearable. Would I? Would that be my first choice to drink? Probably not. But as a sour, it's not unbearable. As a sour, it's not unbearable. Yeah, that's the official verdict. Yeah. I like that. I like that verdict. Yeah. All right, Jake, what do you got? I don't agree with y'all. 
and I hate that I've had so many good ratings all day long. I mean, obviously, I love drinking good beer, but I hate that I've had so many good ratings. I haven't been able to, to bash anybody, but this one fits right in here at a 3.8 for me. I mean, it, it's this really is a great beer. It's that might be done. the highest rated beer you've given to New Braunfels. It most likely is. I've I've yeah. trashed on New Braunfels a lot. Yeah, you really with have. Kelly, with Kelly being here, like I double I double down. <laughs> it, it turns in, it turns into like almost like this playful game of who could be the biggest asshole. Yeah, I love Kelly. He's like one of my <laughs> yeah. favorites. Um, he is. But this is an extremely well developed beer, and I, I mean, like if we are to sit here and dissect it for an incredible amount of time. Uh, you get the coffee, you know. Disregard Beasley. Uh, you get the coffee. You get the acidity. <laughs> My palate's wrong, guys. Um, Listen to Jake. It, the we keep saying berry. It is a full blend of a multiple levels of there berry is. in here. I mean, we're getting dark cherry. We're getting tart blackberry. <gasps> maybe that's I hate cherry everything. That maybe, maybe that's, part of it. Maybe that's and, what and it is. You're getting like you're getting so many levels of fruit. Like I wouldn't. I, I would go as far as to say you could probably feel a little bit of grape in there as well. Like it's really a developed series of dark berry fruit. Like there's a lot going on there. The way it ends is is as. What's the best way to put this? We have a, a coffee-aged beer. There's a there's a nasty section that I don't like, and it's typically uh, after it's two to three months old all the way up to about a year. There's this little point where it tastes like stale, uh, hyper-acidic coffee, and I think we've we've gotten over that hump, and it, it's so well-rounded. You can almost get, like, the floral notes of the coffee. I'd love to know what they actually use yeah. and who they use, but you can tell it's like a medium roast. It's got It's got, like, this whole... I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's complex. It's deep. It's got sour. It's got fruit. It's got coffee. It's got floral. I mean, it's a very well developed beer, and I'm super happy. I got to try this today. You're welcome. That was yeah. Thank I, you. <laughs> that was a good call. I, I, for for a pull from the fridge episode, this was this is almost exactly what I'm looking for, right? Because this is something that's just been sitting there. Because the first time that I tried it, I really wasn't into it. But I will say this, like. If you have a fresh one of these, don't drink it. Yeah, well, I don't think anybody has a fresh one, do they? No, no, no. I, yeah. I think the fresh one of those is not existing anymore. What was the bottle date? I do like that they put brewery only on there. Not for so distribution. That this, this, I, I tell you what, the, the friendship that we've had with Kelly has allowed us to have some really cool shit that really doesn't get outside of New Braunfels, which is kind of fun. I mean, you know, whether whether we enjoy the beer or whether we don't, like. We're the only ones tasting in the Houston area, which is which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I don't see think I've a date had on much it. from New Braunfels. They they will surprise you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I say that we need to go back and and do a follow up on where they are. Do you now. think the they, Do you think the new owners would let us sit in a hot tub? Probably not. Uh. They, um, they made a beer that had. What are those fruits? Oh, so in Guatemala they were called loquats. Which here they're I guess they're kumquats. But apparently Sully. <laughs> <laughs> I think they have a beer that's made with them because I had wine in Guatemala that was made from loquats and that instantly became like my favorite fruit. And like people say they it easily just grows in their backyard here. But they have a beer made with those, I think. Okay. Nice. But I never was able to get my hands on them. It, well, Mariah used to distribute them when they were with Blue Bonnet. Mm-hmm. She was the one that told me about it, but I could never find it. You rated it already, right? So it's up to me. Eight, yeah. I'm uh, going to go... 
I'm going to go 3.35729, and then I'm going to repeat the 9. I'm going to draw a line over the 9. What about under the 9? I'm going to line, no, 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 just over the 9. You know what's better than 69? 88, because you get 8 twice. Ooh. (laughs) Ooh. Interesting. That's going to be my next pickup line. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Hot Tub Day. Oh, yeah, I feel like we're on the uh, blind date episode again. We need, come, have you... We, we are currently searching for your blind date. Okay. We currently are. Are you are you consenting to the blind date? I am consenting to the blind date. We do have some. This one's going to be more risque, though. Why? I, I feel like being an asshole a little bit, so okay. we're going to push the limits just a little bit further. Let's get, let's fucking do it. Let's, yeah, you're resilient. So yeah, I feel like I I'm like you. yeah. I'm also, you don't work for me. Like Mariah works for me, so I yeah, have to no. Keep oh, no, we're going to have fun. Uh, so my oh. only <laughs> this is don't don't. don't uh, Taylor's friend of the show. Don't scare her away. Oh, we're basically like uh, best frenemies. Okay, yeah. uh. <laughs> you can't scare me away. Then we're good to go. No, but I, it. What we said. What? Are, what were our no? No industry. No, we we did say we did. I did say it could be another beer up, but someone I don't know. That's the problem. Somebody you don't. Know. Somebody you me don't and you know. know. All of the same people. You but know what? Fuck it. I got Any, the feelers uh, out. You know what? There's just cards are off the table. Yeah. Do whatever you want. Out. Okay. What if I bring it a could. couple for you? Oh. Looking for a third. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she she didn't say no. I know. <laughs> I, did, I did just say cards are off the table. Do whatever you oh. want. It, I mean, whatever. It's. I think it will be fun. The evolution of this podcast. Cracks me up sometimes. I know, and like all I did was cut you off for a rating, and here we are. And I'm I trying know, to, trying to hook uh, uh, Beasley up here with, with, with like, a couple. couple. <laughs> <laughs> so never been Polly, but I mean, I guess we could we can give it a shot. Yeah, <laughs> I will say I will no, say I about this a lot beer. Of open couples, a lot of them. So maybe preferably single, but I mean, if that's your last resort, is Uh-oh. pulling a couple. <laughs> I'm pulling your chain. Okay, so three point three. Eight, nine repeating? Yeah, I think so. Somewhere in there. I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, but that being said, the first time I, I tasted it, I was completely put off to it. I think it took some time for it to age and then come back and, and, and taste it and taste it with friends. Like, we've talked about that a lot. Like, the setting and the people you're with change the taste of what you're drinking. It really does. Um, and I think, I think that helped with this beer. It's, it's a really cool beer. It's an interesting beer. Even when I tasted it and I didn't like it, I appreciated it for what it was. Um, and understood how other people could appreciate it, but it just wasn't for me at the time. Now, I, I kind of dig it. I'm a sip on Now, am I going to drink more than one? No. No, I'm going to sip on one and I'm going to share it because those flavors are so strong in there. There's nothing subtle about that beer. No. At all. Like, it's going to punch you in the face with everything, um, which is... Which Did is kind of cool. See what the ABV was? 8.4. Okay. That's a high ABV for a sour. So, but I think that's a good beer to share. Yeah. I think it's a good beer to split. Oh, definitely. And, yeah. It's definitely a good share yeah. for sure. Hell yeah. Great choice, Taylor. Yeah. Um, and back to the national standard, for that beer with the strong flavors that, that it had, the, the Uber de Cafe. Uber de Cafe. Uh. This is too every time you say it. This is too good. Yeah. That, the national yeah. standard does a good job of cleaning that up because this was going to be my litmus test for the national standard. Yeah. Because I knew what was coming. I oh, knew yeah. those flavors were crazy, and I wanted to see could this clean me off for the next beer. It does. 
What beer are we cleaning off again? Uber de Cafe. Uber de Cafe. Mm. <laughs> uh, so sensual. Can't wait. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to end the session with a stout from Tups. Okay? So, but what we, when we do, I want to go back to Tups. I want to talk a little bit about, because you had some exciting news about some cool things that are going on in McKinney, Texas. Yeah. Uh, and I want to turn the, turn the uh, listeners on to that. Yeah. Maybe some viewers on to that before we do the full Tups episode with you a little bit later, right? Yep. So we're going to take a real quick break. We're going to come back with another Tups beer as a part of Taylor's Coming Out Party. Woo-woo. Coming out. Welcome back to Hot Tub Beers, where we're friends with lots of Marias. Lots of Marias. Lots of Marias. We got yay yays, we got some ayas. We, we got, got some you know, pancake pool pants. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely not a salute for anybody listening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Where's the editing button? Oh. So we're going to back to Tubbs Brewing. Back to Finishing off with Tubbs. Finishing off with Tubbs. We started with them. I wanted to finish with them. Okay. Um, so we've got full-grown Woodsman Imperial Stout. So full-grown full-grown is a series that we do. So the the original is full-grown man, which is just our Imperial Stout. And then we kind of just do fun one-offs mm-hmm. of, of this. Sneak over here. So the one we're drinking today is the Woodsman. Alright, and so this one, we're looking at 12 point 12.1. Those are amateur numbers. Imperial stout with amateur. maple syrup and aged on oak. What's the drinkability on it? It didn't have drinkability. It is. No, is wait, it? no. Okay, so it's got body, full body, full roast, full color, two out of five on bitterness, three out of five on sweet, but no drinkability. Wood, barley, maple syrup, and the great outdoors. Chop some wood, build a fire, and saddle up to the beast of a stout in this can. Woodsman is smooth but loaded with rich flavor. Yeah, I like his beard. This was my nightcap last night. Oh. I went sleepy time after this. Oh, yeah. Just came to a complete revelation about this hot tub. Okay, tell me. The bubbles only come every so often, and you never know when. Yeah. But then, like, also... I found how to control it. Yeah. Are you are you blocking that jet over there? It changes everything. Yeah. My mind is blown. I'm going to think about this all night. I'm sorry to get off the topic of beer. I'm going to think about this all yeah, night. Yeah, so the, the plumbing, we, I, hopefully there's no leak in the plumbing. Some, the air gets in there somehow, right? And I'm assuming it's over there, right? Because there's stuff that I still haven't hooked up on this thing, even though I've owned the house for seven years, right? So these three jets... All piped underneath the concrete go over there. So I've got the deal where it's pulling from these two filters or these two drains at the bottom and coming back through these jets. But it's picking up air somewhere over there. And so I got some theories. But either way, we had an episode where it was super bubbly and uh, we had the mic stand in the water and it kept hitting the stand and you could hear the bubbles the whole way, which could be a feature if it wasn't so loud. Are you sure you weren't just farting? Yes. Mm. Mm. I'm a night farter, not a, not a morning oh. farter. I didn't yeah. know there was a... I'm 24 hours a day. Yeah, no. I save it <laughs> yeah. all up. You save it all up? Yeah, that way when my dog starts to try to fall asleep too early, like I just wake her up. And You're like a fart hoarder? Yeah, I, I hold on to him just like a fart in my dog's face. Huh. What's when you fart under the blanket? Oh, the Dutch, Dutch oven? oven? Yeah. Oof. No, I'm just mm. like straight on. Yeah? <laughs> <laughs> just sit on her face. You're not going to bed because you're not waking me up tomorrow. I like to pretend I was asleep. 
And then Mandy's like, Tim, stop it. What? I was asleep, Mandy. What happened? Oh, my God. What are you talking about? You farted in bed. I don't remember that. My dog actually does the same thing. She'll rip ass and she'll like wake herself up and she'll stare you down like that's you and then she'll smell it. She'll just like get up in disgust and just eye you the whole oh. way out. Just the whole way out. Bingo. In his last his last few months. Oh my gosh, that dog. Cuz he he spent his last few months inside. Were you here when was Bingo alive when you were here the first time? I don't know. And I think I just saw the dog that's Yeah, you would remember Bingo. Yeah. So Bingo Bingo was a big I don't, he was a pound puppy, but for the last few few months of his life, we, we kept him. He was an outdoor dog. He was a country dog. Like, he used to, like, catch squirrels and leave them on the back porch. Uh, nice. But the last few months of his life, we, we let him stay inside. But he would rip these silent but deadly farts uh, and then stare you in the eye. Yeah. Like, like it was you. Yep. Like, and it was okay. Oh. And, but what are you going to say to him? Like, yeah. the dog's on his deathbed. You're like, it's okay, bingo. I still love you. Mm. Just follow him around so, with some uh, air freshener. I just want to go ahead and thank Tups for putting out full grown man, <laughs> right? Full grown man. This one? Full grown, this, this is, is full grown, grown woodsman. woodsman. Full grown woodsman. Thank you for putting out this beer so we could talk about farts for um, <laughs> yeah. five minutes. Sorry, sorry, Tups. <laughs> I mean, let's be real. The full grown woodsman probably has some cedary ass farts. Ooh. This is, okay, this, this smells like. It smells like pancakes and syrup. Mmm. What you do you, can, you what, smell I mean, kind of like the... Yeah. Sunday morning brunch, man. We, uh, we had the mimosa. We sure now did. Now we're having the pancakes. Nice. Good call, Taylor. I'm just on top I, of I it. tell you what, last time you were on with your previous brewery, you did a good job of bringing beers that fit the mood and fit the day. I, like, I, and I remember thinking that about that episode. Like there was some... Because there was Fall Guy... I can't remember. Fall Guy stood out. Mostly because uh, Jake drank it on the bull and let it cascade down his chest. Oh, yeah. yeah. We've got to dump this one on you, right. too. Oh. That turned really sexual really Shower quick. Shower of beer. <laughs> Did not see that one Beer coming. dump all over Jake. That's what I normally say about Tim. <laughs> uh, but this is, it smells really nice. Yeah. This is like what I want in the pool or hot tub. Okay. On a 50 degree day. Perfect. The, I think the oak getting fifty. The oak is very forward in that one. Very forward, not in a bad way, but the the oak takes a role in that beer that really, to me, changes that stout. It's it's. I, I've never had a beer that's this much oak forward that's been aged in a barrel. Mostly because I really? guess yeah. Oh, I take that back. Uh, oh, Cigar City. Does a version of High Ally. Okay. It wasn't oak, though. It was uh, Spanish cedar. Okay. They probably use spirals on that one. Uh, Either way. What about J.W. Lee's? Haven't had that one. I got some J.W. Lee's that you could try. Harvest Ale. Okay. Got a lot of oak on it. This this sucker, especially if you get the Lagavulin, it tastes like barbecue. I mean, it's so woody, so smoky. Uh, The Lagavulin one is so extra bourbon-y. It's good. That's that's really nice, and and you know what I was worried about the maple syrup being too sweet and too yeah, sticky, it's but it's not. not at all. No, because it gives I'm, it so like that very name. subtle mm, sweetness, yeah. but not too much. Very good call. Yeah, it's very subtle sweetness, but it's not overpowering. Like it's a great balance of stout oak and then a little bit of that syrup. It really is. It really is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I don't want. 
I don't know. It, I don't, I don't want to drink a sugar bomb as a stout. No. No. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. I, no those, offense, side project, but well, the the the, the 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 pastry stouts, I, I kind of like shy away from them. The bakery from the brewery. Okay. Yes. Way too much sugar. The Way only one that I've liked from that series, the bakery, was the banana. That one was decent, actually. That one was because you got more of the nuttiness with that banana one. Banana bread, the bakery. But the like coconut macaroon Ooh, that, was that was super sweet. sweet. Mm-hmm. You know and I love the brewery. I actually may still have one of those yeah. laying around my my refrigerator. There's a couple of them that like I brought to go try, and then somebody sampled me out somewhere else. I was like, "This is disgusting. I don't want this." I think we should go back and revisit these ones that are like I want to get rid of. If they're still in my fridge, we should we should drink them. They're like three years old. I am so okay. so I went to Anaheim year uh, probably 2018. I went to BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember that. You brought me back some... Oh, um, yeah. The World of Warcraft yeah, beers. I yeah, did yeah. bring you some back. Um, but So I went to the brewery when I was over there. They had a beer called Rice and Beans. <laughs> it was so good. Was it really? It was so good. I can't remember. All I can think the, about right now is combo plate number one. Combo plate number one was not so good. Um, it was so good. I can't remember the details of. I haven't checked in on Untapped, but like Orchata, obviously classic. Love that one. But then yeah, I had the rice and beans, and I was like, and they don't make it anymore. It was like wow. I think I got like the last ending of it. And I just so happen to be at the brewery that time. I but love yeah. Orchata. Like, I love, I love, love it. I love it. But I do not like it in my alcohol whatsoever. Like, keep them separate. Really? I, will oh, do, I will do I don't like rum chata on the side while I drink orchata. But do not fuck my orchata up. Like, it's got to be like... And the, the ladies down at uh, Fiesta, I don't know if they still work there, but the, the, the kitchen down at Fiesta, a uh, 45 and airline, mm-hmm. around like 2012 to 2016, they killed it. You could tell it was not a concentrate. Like it was just oh my gosh, the best one. I'd grab a sixty-four ounce every single morning really? before I went to work. Dang. I yeah, see. I love horchata. Like, like an I, addict. Yeah. You haven't. It's had actually it horchata. Oh, I've had it. Yeah. Hor. Horchata. I'm, I'm too white. I have to meet in the middle. It's funny because the brewery has it as like O R X whatever like yeah. that, but it's actually. Horchata. 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 Yeah, I'm right. <laughs> People make fun of anything I say that's not yeah. mac and cheese and chicken. Way to go, Whitey. <laughs> chicken strips. Uh, chicken like, you're strips. allowed to say croissant, but you can't say anything south of the border whatsoever. What'd you say? Croissant. Uh, one more croissant. time? Croissant. Oh, I'd like to have an Uber de Café. Uh, Uber de Café. With a... Croissant. Oh, petit croissant. Look Getting at that. sexy over uh-huh. here. Look at that. <laughs> I learned from the best. Thank you, Camilla. Thank you. With your so uh, you were telling us there's some exciting things going on with yeah. Tub in McKinney, Texas, right? So they're moving to a new facility, and this new facility isn't just going to be straight brewing, correct? Nope. We okay. are going to have a full restaurant, outdoor stage, full production. I mean, just giant brew house, giant brewery in general. Uh, we broke ground a couple weeks ago, and uh, yeah, outdoor stage. Did I say that? Yeah, outdoor stage. We'll have you know. Uh, Can you say that? Yeah. Live I mean, music. Live music. Yep. Hell yeah! Lots of events, festivals. I feel a road trip coming on. Heck yeah. yeah! We're having a festival of darkness next month. You guys should come. I don't up. know what that means, but I'm in. Yeah. What What is the festival of darkness? Dark beers, stuff oh. like that. Oh, I thought we were talking about like LSD or something. I'm, I mean, I'm slightly lessened, but I'm still in. Honestly, the <laughs> so we saw a, we saw a mock up of the glasses, like the pine glasses that we're gonna have for that. I mean, it 
They're pretty colorful and LSD yeah. vibes. I don't know. When you say like Festival of Darkness, I don't know why that's where my mind goes. It's like really like fucked up art displays and everybody's just like on acid, like going like, what are we doing here? Like, I that's see- what Festival of Darkness sounds yeah. like. See, I just see, I, like, I just see a, like a horde of like 90s goth kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was uh, uh, that emo fry fest that they've been advertising when, when we, we were, were young? young? Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been Disgusting. seeing that, dude. Uh, okay, you, you ever watch the Letterkenny? No. Okay, so there's this show called Letterkenny on uh, on the Hulu's, and it's got on this, the Hulu's. Yeah, it's got this this, <laughs> this group it's in the clouds. Okay, it is in the clouds. Uh, it's uh, we pull it down from the clouds and we watch it, and it's got this group of like people that they all they listen to is like emo club music. Yeah, and they dance really weird. It's like a it's uh, really like funny a hard style emo group or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong, I love a good emo night, but I'm not not with the goth kids. Yeah, so when I looked at the the list, originally when I saw it, it was before it like really, really blew up. It just had been released. Me and Mariah had a discussion before everybody else kind of like inundated your life with check this out. Yeah. So we got a real discussion before we had to like get in like hear all that. But it was like first of all, I've seen half the bands at least, which is awesome. So it'd be like, okay, go back for nostalgia and put in a few missing pieces. But when it was like the original thought was like one day I'm like one just, day for like 200 or not no it's not like 60 or something it was a lot but it's like but like one day you gotta you just, get like one minute at each stage yeah and, and like, then you're I out. would go to Avril Lavigne like I'd probably skip three or three like there was like a lot of awesome stuff on there Avril overall, Lavigne's in there yeah there was a lot of a lot of heavy hitters yeah uh, I think like uh, the Lindas the uh, I guess they're not really heavy uh, the used uh, I think like We the Kings were on there. We the Kings was on there. Um, After the no, uh, uh, Bring Me the Horizon. Dude, and, there was uh, some it was one. it was crazy. crazy. It was definitely well. I mean, now like I've been seeing on TikTok, like there's people that were like advertised um, on there, and they were like, we didn't we, we didn't finalize any of this, and it's like. Okay. Uh, shit. So they're just Ew. throwing names out too. So the thing Kinda. was, the festival was like two hundred and fifty dollars, but it's absolutely non-refundable. Like, One and day. then and where is it at? Vegas. Vegas. But uh, see, like, there was recently another festival very similar. It was called Lovers and Friends Festival, and it was like a kind of R and B, like Little John, like okay, th- I don't know, like all these R and B like artists, and it was same thing, like badass lineup that you're like holy shit like if you were in like if you were into like 90s R&B this is where you want to be but it was same thing $250 non-refundable they cancelled it like two days before like so it's basically yeah same company basically it's who did Astroworld yeah so that's what people are saying is it's like them trying to get some money and then and then it will they'll cancel it like couple days before but and here's, the, here's the thing too though is like everybody's like burned down live nation live nation's been a fairly dependable company for yeah. well more than a decade yeah. i mean they, they were they were uh the ones hosting all the like the security the lineup and all that stuff for uh houston racetrack for uh, gosh dang it there's so many i can't name off the top of my head i think they worked with warehouse live they worked with um oh what is the place that shut down place so great either way it does doesn't it they were very reputable for a long time. Don't get me wrong. We always hate the big companies like Ticketmaster that fuck you. Yeah. But Live Nation was reputable. And then let's talk World here. It's yeah. like, obviously Live Nation is burning for that. But the real catalyst was Travis Scott saying, mm-hmm. you're not a real fan unless you rush the gates. 
which it's that's not what you but, say. I mean, but I here's mean, the thing: like, if, yes, of course. But if you go back, and this is, I'm in no way like trying to defend Travis Scott She's at all. Paid by Travis Scott. <laughs> Ooh, I fucking wish. I mean, he's got <laughs> Kardashian money. Like, yeah. <laughs> hashtag controversy. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, if you if you do go back to Travis Scott pre, like his fame, like. Yeah, like when he was just a Missouri City rapper, he's always been about the rage life. Yeah. So in um, funny story, um, I went to the Kanye West Life of Pablo concert, and so he had like a floating stage, like, and this was before Travis Scott like got his super fame. Travis Scott was in the mosh pit raging with people at the Kanye West concert. Really? So it's like, if you go back, like, I mean, like, this is like, you had to be like a fan from day one of Travis Scott. That has always been his thing. He is a rager. Like, he is mosh pits. Like, that is who he is. So again, not defending him at all. But like, like no, what I, but I'm saying like, if you listen to his music, like, pre-famous days like i mean that's all he talked about that's all he rapped about so like his original fans are part of that rage culture because that's how he was too yeah you know i i agree with you to a point mainly because like i've been much bigger in the punk scene the metal scene and everything like really kind of Mm -hmm. been a part of that for a very long time uh and obviously it gets very very political that's the whole point of all of this stuff uh but at the end of it it's like if their fans are hurt and dying it's yeah. like stop everything oh yeah but also they will stand up on on stage and say fuck and it doesn't even really even matter what president it is they say it to all of them yeah. which is fine which is that that's their whole model but it was a uh, uh, no effects right okay. played las vegas a year after the big las vegas shooting and uh on stage he the lead singer said something to the effect of oh well you know Thank God we're not a country band; otherwise, all y'all would be shot up or something. And everybody, oh, shit. everybody, yeah. Well, that's what everybody yeah. like freaked out. Like, oh my God, you can't say that. And it's like you do not realize that is literally the entirety of that band's existence. Mm-hmm. That's who they are. That is what you go to see. Like that is the like everything that everybody that's shocked by that are not True Effects fans. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're singing all sorts of like yeah. out there political ideology and and stuff like that but then like there's the the difference is that who they are but also should people be dying but see and that's where and that's where like you know travis scott got on and was like well i didn't hear these people and i was like no you heard them yeah you stopped like you heard them like you know like then that's where like like i said i'm not defending him because i know damn well he heard those screams like Mm -hmm. he I mean, he stops. Like, it got him to stop at one point, and then... He started back He up. just started again. Like, From, like, so, the hypest part of his stuff. Yeah, so it's like, you know, like, yes, if you're a true Travis Scott fran- fan, you knew that he was a rager, but, like, he could have stopped. Um, he he could have stopped it. Like, yeah. he... But he chose to keep, go- keep going, so, so... Yeah, no. Side note before we get back into the beer. Yeah. Why does Chris Brown and R. Kelly still have fans? That's okay. So there's same with South Park, Mexico. I don't know. So well, there's there's this. I, I think as as we've evolved, especially through COVID, and COVID kind of accelerated everything. Right. We have to stay away from each other, and there's a bit of humanity lost in all of this situation. Right. To where 
there's a group of kids and a group of people that are growing up in this era that don't see a human face as a real human being. They see it being the other side of a screen. I may be completely wrong, but this is just the experience that I've had, right? So the, there, there's a bit of that humanity loss. So there's less empathy in the world than there used to be, you know, and, 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 and I say, I say empathy. I don't, I don't, Empathy gets confused with sympathy a lot of times. I don't want to be sympathetic for you like because I want you – like I don't want to feel sorry for you. I don't want people to feel sorry for me. I want to pick myself up. I want to do what's right for me. I want to, I want to earn my way up, right? But I, do I want to have empathy for you and maybe help you out and understand your situation? Yeah, because that's humanity. And I think that we're losing a little bit of that slowly through social media, through connecting each other through screens instead of in person, right? Which is part of the reason I love this podcast and what we're doing here, right? Excuse me. Because Jake Jake and I will be the first to tell you, like, we politically, disagree. socially, we disagree on a lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, we're, we're really, uh, in, in some instances, almost complete opposite sides of the spectrum. But what's beautiful about it is, like, he respects me as a human being, I respect him as a human being, and we can have some social discourse on some things that may be, like, I don't know, borderline offensive to other people, but we don't have to get pissed off at each yeah. other and understand that we're human beings and have two different points of but view. But that's also being an adult is being able to have differences and like still being able to like yes get a, I mean like absolutely. Why, I mean we're bonding over great beer. Absolutely, but I think I think the 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 Travis Scott thing is kind of like this: we can't get along and we can't have social discourse and we can't respect each other's point of views taken to the next level. Right, because those are people in a crowd. They're not real human beings. Yeah, those are people I see on social media and on TikTok or whatever. They're not real human beings. Like you, that and of course, I know we're we're kind of diverging here for a little bit, but I kind of like the diversion, so I'm going to keep going. The uh, that's not the first time that people have died at a concert from rushing the stage. Oh, for sure. Right, Metallica's yeah. got quite a few too. Metallica yeah. has some. Pearl Jam has some uh, in Denmark. I mean, they, but you see the way that those other bands reacted. It's been almost like. Completely different. Like oh yeah, Pearl Travis Jam Scott went ghost. Yeah, he he went. He came out and was like, "I didn't know it was happening," and then disappeared. Mm-hmm. But this goes back to what I was saying about R. Kelly and Chris Brown. Yeah, but also there's like Michael Jackson. That you can't turn your head to. Yeah, and the Michael Jackson one. There's so many opposing views. I actually haven't dove into the MJ stuff just because it's like. It, I, I just I don't want to. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna leave it there. But like you got Chris Brown, where it's like his police reports have been put out. There. Yeah, and yeah. Like he is incredibly abusive. Almost killed Rihanna. The whole works. Yeah, yeah. And you got about R. Kelly here. I actually didn't watch the documentary, nor did oh, I need I did. to. But motherfuckers out there trying to pee on little girls. I'm like, how are you? I, so I don't mean famous? to be laughing, but the only but time when he says that is like, I see Dave Chappelle doing a skit I'm about I'm gonna piss on you. Okay, like, so that's. Let me tell you. So I saw R. Kelly Free Press Summerfest. He was like one of the closing acts. Um, what 2015 maybe? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, I. Did he try to pee on you? No, but he. Were you not young enough? I was. I was. Yeah. No, I'm definitely not young enough. Um, I was at the very back of the the concert. I was with two people that like were like, "Oh, we don't want to see R. Kelly," and I'm like, "Well, he's a classic. He's ending. Like, I'd rather see R. Kelly R. Kelly over Skrillex." It was either one of those. Um, anyways, he had so he originally gave this woman a like towel to like wipe off his sweat. And then was telling her to lick his sweat off instead. And she did it on stage. And at that point, I was like, this is how I knew. Like, 
He's if disgusting. I needed confirmation, if I, I already knew he was disgusting, but if it, if we needed any more confirmation, and the woman actually licked his fucking sweat off well, his head. Fame has become disgusting. a deity. I, I don't care who it is. Right. Well, maybe if you're Jason, uh, Jason Momoa. There is not a straight man on this world that can say that he is not fucking fine as hell. Oh, and he's single now? Aquaman. Hey, hit me Aquaman. up. Yo, I know who yeah. he is. Yeah, I, I'm better looking than Jason Momoa. No, you're not. I'm saying it out loud. Nobody if is. he's listening yeah. to this. Yeah, Jason? Nobody Jason, is. what's up? Let's have a flex we're off. A, we're having a blind date series. Would you like to be <laughs> my blind date? <laughs> I mean, it is in water. I heard he's yeah. been in water before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. has been in water before. Yeah, like yeah. you mentioned before, Aquaman. Yeah. yeah. I'd, well, I could save money on gas. He could probably just heat up the pool by himself. Oh, yeah. He could heat me up for sure. Oh, damn. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I'd watch that mm. movie. <laughs> Full-grown woodsman. <laughs> hey, not not, I mean, not to be forward, but it would be to watch him. I just I, mean, I just want to put that out there. Yeah, not far off. No, 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 no. not far off. God, my uncle listening to this is probably going to hate me just a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> so, full, full-grown woodsman. I'm going to go ahead yeah, and back rate to the beer. Yeah, <laughs> but that's part of the fun of this, right? Like, I love I love the side he's conversations. I love where he's going, but. At least till tonight. Yeah. <laughs> you, two, you two are over there fangirling over Jason Momoa. We are. Momoa. We, are. Yeah. we uh, 100% so. are. I feel like you two just got closer. We did. Yeah. yeah. Best of frenemies. Yeah. Best of frenemies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll yell at each other tomorrow, but today we're perfect. Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah, yeah. Take it tomorrow off. No, I see him on Tuesday. Uh, yeah. It's a date. It's, yeah. well, I mean, it's work, but. So back, to, back to the woodsman. <laughs> we are never going to finish this episode if we don't get into it. I know. I'm going to go. I'm going to go three point eight seven six four two. Um, the the oak on there is. I mean, it is as advertised. Like it screams woodsman when you taste the beer. They, it it tastes woodsy, uh, which is. It's 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 kind of cool. A lot of times we get barrel aged beers, right? Nine times out of ten, this is a bourbon barrel aged yeah. or a whatever. And so you get a lot of those bourbon notes, which sweetens up the beer, but it has that alcohol burn to it, uh, which kind of balances it out. This one neither has the sweetness nor the alcohol burn, even though it says that it uh, has maple syrup in it. That maple syrup almost just kind of accentuates the malt backbone. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't add any like sharp sweetness to the beer uh the the woodsiness the roasted malt it's really good it is it's it's unique it's unique to a lot of stouts that that i've been having and and so like i really dig it especially for that that aspect of that we don't have a lot like that man we are so opposite are we yeah okay go ahead different coins of the same game machine or whatever Yeah, yeah yeah um I don't know. I think uh, I think it's okay. It's it doesn't wow me. It doesn't underwhelm me. It's I'd give it just a three point two five one two five. Three point two five one two five. I th- I think definitely. I if we, I was rate whether you should try it. Four out of four. Try it without a yeah, doubt. You that need goes to try, it. try this one for sure. But for me, there is nothing wrong with it. There's nothing. Uh, mind-blowing about it. The oak doesn't overtake me the same way that it does with Tim. The maple, I will say, is very well balanced in there, which is what you don't see very often when people use maple, which is really, really cool. Uh, But quite frankly, it's good beer, and I just wouldn't go further than that. Yeah? Yeah. It's a campfire beer. Yeah. 
It's a hot tub beer. It's a campfire beer. I think if you were to throw a, a shot of rye or bourbon in this, Ooh, rye. I bet you this would be mm. out of this world. But I think that's what it needs. Well, but I think I think I don't know tubs. Tubs? Are you listening? Tubs? Tubs? Tub tub. Mister. Tub tub tubs. Mister tubs. Bourbon barrel aged version. I'm sure that's out there. So, Taylor, is that out there? What bourbon, bourbon barrel aged version? Uh, I believe so. Okay. I believe so. We've done different. We've done several variations of the full grown man. I want to say there is. Again, only been with the company two weeks. Still trying to learn their beers, but I I want to say there is. It needs a shot of Stranahan's. I mean, Stranahan's is there's the shot for that. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. So if you get another one, uh, we can do that on on Tuesday or whenever. There's I've got a whole case of them. Okay. We'll do that. We'll I get got, weird on Tuesday. I got just a little bit of straight of hands left anyways. All right, let's I do it. I may be coming seeing you on Tuesday. It's a frenemy's date. <laughs> frenemy's date. <laughs> We're going to have pasta, bourbon, and an argument. <laughs> sounds like my type of fucking day. I love to sounds argue. Sounds like you're married. No, me and Allie do that too, but it's uh, <laughs> pasta, bourbon, and tequila, and scotch, and a beer, and a seltzer, and maybe a couple glasses of wine. And, and an then argument. an argument. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It takes much, much longer to get Don't there. leave out the argument. Oh, no. We yeah. just straight straight cut beer, to the core. Yeah. argue. Uh, cut yeah. out all the other nice. stuff. Nice. Like while we pour it. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your rating, Taylor? So as it heated, not heated up, but as it warmed up, the sweetness got less and less, which loved, I love the subtle of the sweetness in the beginning, but definitely oak came through a lot more towards the end when it got a little bit warmer. Um I love it. I mean, I think it's perfect for the weather that we're having. Um, I'm going to say 3.8999. I mean, this nice. was my nightcap last night and knocked my ass out. There you go. Nice. Love it. Good. Yep. All right. Now we got to. Now we're, now we're, yeah, we're into the last rating of the episode, the National Standard Blondale. I'm going to say that the Woodsman is the hardest one to clean off the palate right now. Definitely. I, I, and I would not have picked that from the beginning. Of course, I hadn't had the Woodsman. I thought the Uber was going to be the hardest one to clean off the palate. What's it called? Uber de Cafe. Uber de Cafe. It's not the hardest one. The, the, what is the hardest one right now? A uh, full-grown Woodsman. <laughs> you heard that. The Woodsman <laughs> is the hard one. Mm. I thought you were going to say That's that Jason. after me, too. <laughs> Hold on. Let's try this again. The full-grown woodsman. Full-grown woodsman. Oh. I can't do it. Yeah. Over the cafe. <laughs> yeah. Woodsman, yeah, no. It's, 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 you gotta uh, work on your sexy voice. Ah, uh, it's not a sexy voice. It's just my quiet echo. Uber the cafe. Mm. You know yeah, what? no, I agree. Don't, uh, don't, don't, don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Yeah. You got a sexy voice. It's okay. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go home and, and talk to myself in the mirror. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I so sometimes I go in there and talk to Mandy. Hey Mandy, do you want to Uber Day Cafe? I'm gonna. Hey, sometimes it works. Sometimes it's like shut up, Tim. Like I'm watching a TV show. I'm just gonna Buffalo Bill in the mirror. Buffalo Bill. Oh, oh uh, you fuck me. Okay. Fuck me. Mm. I'm gonna cafe. take back your sexy voice card. <laughs> Taking it completely oh, back. Man. It puts the lotion on the skin. Jake's gonna get home, put on his speedo, yeah. and be like, uh, I'm wearing my speedo. I got oh, I got yeah. one for I, I got one for Christmas, but I decided not to wear it because we didn't we didn't want to make you uncomfortable. Um, I'm pretty sure my presence makes her uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> so I can't do anything more. Sure, no, <laughs> I'm not uncomfortable at all. 
<laughs> we are glad you're comfortable here, and we're glad that you came back with Tups. And I'm glad that you're doing this national standard. I'm going to go and rate this as a palate cleanser. I'm going to go 3.9 repeating. I, it, it really, really is good. I, I, it's the only reason I'm going to take off that point zero a million zeros and then a one is just because it's having a hard time getting the wooden woodsman yeah. off, um, and that's that's really the only reason. Um, other than that, man, it is a great palate cleanser. It's a great, easy, crushable beer. Great, great job, Tups. Yeah. Thank you, Taylor, for bringing that in. What are you going to rate it as as a palate cleanser? I hate doing numericals on on palate cleansers, but it cleanses the palate. Yes. It puts Personally, the lotion on the skin. It puts the mm. lotion on the skin. It, all right, all right. I'll put the lotion on my skin. <laughs> After this, I'm going to need lots of lotion. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> more about Jason Momoa later. Uh, so That's think, another episode. I think it's just too sweet. Uh, I really think the, the malt bill stands up a little bit too much. It's a little too sweet. Um, 3.5. But it does the job, and I think that's the biggest perk of it, yeah. is it does cleanse. Uh, it does leave a little sweetness, but at the end of the day, it does its job. I'm happy with it. I'm yeah. proud of it. Uh, I'd like to revisit this uh, in the middle of the summer, because I have a feeling this is going to taste way better in the summer. We I will. might give it a 4 uh, but it does lead me into, I can't wait to try a little snack as a palate cleanser, because it could go of either course. way. No, it could go either way. Either it could be too good and I don't want to cleanse with it. I just get drunk in between each beer. Uh, or it'll be the perfect flat slate on top of that. So I'm going to ask you this again. Are you giving handies over the, under the table at 11 Below over there? Am or I what? giving handies or are they giving handies? No, this I mean, is not, these so. aren't under the table handies. These are over the table handies. Oh, these yeah, are yeah. known. Yeah, these yeah, are yeah, known yeah, handies. Yeah, yeah. Under the pants, over the underwear? No, we're just completely like no pants. Yeah. Okay. No, okay. no, that's yeah. not how we are. Although, okay, I have to say this. They Scene are, of James, where are you? Weren't you supposed to I show know. up? Yeah. <laughs> so, specifically, James and Jeff are really good friends of mine. Um, I play video games because I work so much that that's my only time I get to hang out with friends. And so I do get to play with James and Jeff. Uh, but at the end of it, that doesn't affect anything business decision-wise. I was totally kidding, Because I too. love Kelly, uh, Kelly Meyer. I love him. But yeah. I still have looked him in the eye and say, I rate this a one. I, d- yeah. I hate this beer. Yeah. But with those guys, it's like they brew fantastic fucking beer. And every year they get better and better and better. And I think that's the number one thing we can look for in any brewery. Yeah. It's like, hey, this is awesome, but we also want to see you grow. And I think that's freaking awesome. Oh, 100%. Is being able to it see is. them grow. And that's the same with Tups. Getting a new, new facility and expansion and, and, and developing not just and on me. the Dallas Fort Worth scene. And adding Taser, Taylor Beasley to Ta- the staff. Taser Beasley. Taser Beasley. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's what we all wish for is to watch that growth. And yeah. so maybe at the you know, a couple years from now, Tups will be my best friend. Yeah. But no, go. I mean, I literally, we just, we in our meetings randomly went around and was like, what's your favorite beer right now? And dude, Taco Tuesday is hands down my favorite beer right now. Phenomenal. But that's yeah. because I'm a... Mexican lager type of person and it gives me those vibes with the already salt and lime in it like hands down my favorite beer right now no 11 Below is doing great things but that's a that's a great point though because Taco Tuesday was I wouldn't say an accident but it was a pivot okay ended up going Mm -hmm. so well because right when the pandemic shut down obviously everybody had to scale back brewing but there's that uncomfortable point of like we have too much beer and nobody to buy it. And so they actually pivoted and rebranded with salt and lime. So all it is is seven iron. So it's a blonde yep. ale. And when they first did it, I remember actually watching this uh, on Facebook. They sold out in like a day when they did that. And they're like, 
all right, didn't expect that, and now they actually make it uh, year round. Yeah, but it's it's insane to watch some a pivot take off just like that. Yeah, James, That's- if you're listening, I need to talk a Tuesday shirt. And you're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say all that. Um. Yeah. Okay. So. You gave yours. What yeah. was yours? Yep. 3.5. It's good. Um, again, not going to be biased at all because, you know, that's not what we're here for. I'm going to I'm gonna give it a... I agree with Tim. It, the Woodsman, it did take a little bit longer, but I still feel that oak on my palate for yeah. sure. Um, but the other beers, especially the sour. It did. Especially the sour. Um, so I'm going to go... I'm going to go 3.5. Nine, six, two, three, four, five. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Great use of the but decibels. I, l- I mean, I love lighter beers, too. So. Amen. Well, yeah. hey, Taylor, thank you again for yeah. blessing the hot tub with your presence again. Uh, we enjoy having you on. We enjoy the conversation. Um, and enjoy the choices out of the fridge today. Very, very nice choices. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for coming to my coming out party. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, Taylor's coming out party. Look for the Tups episode coming soon. Uh, we're going to have to get date together. Blind date episode. Blind date yes. episode. Like, we, we, yeah, Taylor, you're. That one's going to be a little rated R. I can already feel it. We, oh, we, geez. uh. No, just because you. Me? Yeah. My I, blind date episode, I I'm could... I'm pretty calm. <laughs> we hired we hired uh, Jonathan Shannon earlier in the day uh, for zero, zero dollars per episode well, we'd actually, to come we'd on the live. We, yeah. we decided to structure ourselves differently to okay. create a, a better business model. He's yeah. actually going to pay us to be our employee. Ah, okay. And so Taylor <laughs> Beasley gives us palate cleansers. And she's going to be hired as a sit-in guest at any point that she wishes. Call me. The official female mascot. What do you want of us to call you? Beers. Huh? What do you want us to call you? You said call me. What do you uh, want us to call you? Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Oh. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, taser, Hashtag 90s. Uh, taser, oh. taser dropping lines. Oh. <laughs> So, thank you again. Uh, those of you that are listening, please like, please subscribe, please uh, go and find us on any podcast that you listen to. Share, blast it out there. Uh, we got a lot of good things to say. We really want everybody to hear it, and we want you to be involved as well. Um, that that being said, like if you have anything that you want to uh, to want to hear, any beers that you want to hear rated, uh, please email us at hottubbeers at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on any podcatcher. If you hit the link in the bio, you can find us on any of those podcatchers, as well as a link to support us financially, right? If you would like to keep the hot tub warm, especially on these cool days like today, uh, you can support us for as little as 99 cents a month for as much as... $25 a month. Absolutely. Whatever fits your pocketbook. And until next time, guys, thank you for listening and enjoy your hot tub beers. Uber to cafe. (laughs) 